Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. I thought I got out. I thought I escaped. How did I get back here? I'm back. Seems pretty mellow. I'm back. <laughs> For an escapee. <laughs> and, I can't, and you can't keep me down. You can't keep him down. <laughs> Producer Ryan, these are your first steps. <laughs> so we got Ryan and Nick here. Star on this... Wars, nothing but Star Wars. <laughs> did you ever watch the holiday Nick, Nick special? Nick the Lounge Singer? Nobody did... knows that one? No. Oh, Murray? no, no. That's Sorry. Look it up. Did you, Google watch, it, kids. did you ever watch the holiday specials by chance? Uh, I think I think I have Like the terrible one? The terrible one. The terrible yeah, one. With the, terrible. I've seen, I saw one with the Ewok. And I saw the very first one. The, the one that was one. locked yeah. away that no yeah. one want that they it's don't want there. you to see. I think you can get it on like YouTube or whatever. It's out yeah, there. you can find it. There were there were talks about uh John Favreau possibly doing like a holiday special thing as far as for the Star Wars. Like I mean at this back, point but, it's uh, somewhat really... oversaturated, which I'm sure we'll eventually talk about, so might as well just throw it yeah, out. Yeah, but the holiday special <laughs> yeah, it seems kids. fun though. The holiday special okay seems fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. But it we're burying the lead. It is Star Wars month. Yeah, this is Star Wars month. Forget all the other Holiday Star yeah. Wars, <laughs> do, 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 do. Christmas and Star Wars. That's December now. Ever since, ever Is this since be a the tradition? This yeah, be I think an so. thing? Ever uh, since yeah. the Force Awakens, like it's it's dominated the December, you know, month. It captures so. it captures the cultural zeitgeist when there's a new movie coming out. It doesn't always land properly, but it yeah. definitely captures the. There's it's, hype. It's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. There's ever ever since hype, uh, Darth Vader cut off Santa Claus's arm, then yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what happened. It was a big. That's it was a problem. It was a big thing. That's a very big thing. Does Disney own Santa Claus yet? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Probably. Do, or a version of a Santa Claus. I know they own Krampus. So Disney yeah. owns everything. <laughs> that is one thing. If you've never seen the movie Krampus, that's a I good. That's that's a fun Krampus, one. Krampus. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun one to watch it, during saw, Christmas. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, uh, there was a movie that's on Netflix that just came out. Claus. I heard it was really good. Oh, is it the animated one? Yeah, the or, animated yeah, one. I yeah, think yeah. Oh, I heard it was really good. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the one with Kurt Russell. Where yeah, he's Santa that Claus. That, yeah, that was actually rough. pretty. That was pretty good. You like that? I like that one. I like it. I like the one with Tim Allen, the first one. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That one's good. The cool. third one with uh, Martin, what's his name? Martin Short. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I think I only made it like ten. That was your best one. I think I shut that one down after ten. I went ten minutes in, and I'm like, I respect Martin Short too much to give this a rating, and then I let it go. I wish a CTV, another classic. I wish we could combine the. We we talked about Krampus. I wish we could. Have done uh, Christmas themed horror movies. Oh yeah, like, uh, I mean there are a well, there's a, there's a couple Wars, of them. Yeah, when Disney finally kills Star Wars. We'll transition. Yeah, <laughs> any year now, right? <laughs> yeah. is, is, let me ask so, you this before we get into news: Is Disney the Galactic Empire? Ooh, I mean, are they like the bad guys now? No, they're Legion. They're Legion. <laughs> they're they're legion. legion. No, they're Skynet. Yeah, they're Legion. Yeah, you know what? We'll there's something. Me and first Miller Order or <laughs> the First Order. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me from the first Ghost Rider um, with uh, Nicolas Cage yeah. and uh, what's his name from uh, American Beauty. Um, Kevin the kid? Spacey? No, the, no, 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 the kid. The oh, kid. creepy uh, kid. Yeah, what was that guy's what was name? His name? Yeah, he, he had a moment uh, there. West, West something? West, West Bentley? West Bentley, there yeah, you go. Yeah, West Bentley, there you go. Anyways, good pull, he, good he, pull. Like, well, he, like gets, uh, he gets all these souls in him. That's like the plot of Ghost Rider, by the way. He gets all yeah, these yeah, souls yeah. in him. Makes sense. And he's just like... 
He's like, we are a legion, for we are many. And then <laughs> <laughs> there's this scene in that first Ghost Rider. The second one's really bad. The first yeah. one is like somewhat watchable, where like he, Ghost Rider is underwater with like a guy, and he just like sucks out his soul. And oh, I could never yeah. figure out like what exactly is Ghost Rider doing there his to like kill that guy. And it doesn't make any sense. And then it's a hard edit to him like climbing out of the water, not on fire anymore. Yeah, like nothing in that. It was like the one of the worst edited scenes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's Ghost Rider. Yeah, do whatever you want. I don't know, man. Uh, Wes Wes Bentley, he only, he was taking whatever movies he could at that time because he had like a massive cocaine addiction, oh, and so he just really? took like, yeah, 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 so he yeah. just took whatever he, whatever sense. movie was being offered him just to like fund his cocaine addiction. He was so. in like the Four Feathers or something. Like, he was in like one of these epic dramas that like I thought would be good, and then I saw it and I was like, nope, nope. Not good. Yeah, did not good. did it affect his acting at all? The cocaine, he yeah, probably made it better. Yellow. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Guy, cocaine does make you Have better. Have you seen Coast Rider? <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of businessmen well, that are on cocaine. I bet my life that on the Ghost Rider set, Nicolas Cage and him did not do coke. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> Nicolas Cage bit. doesn't need to do coke. Yeah, he right? does high on life. That man is. That man is amazing. I can't wait for that movie to I come can't out. Wait for it. I, I, I haven't seen. So, uh, movie news, I guess. Movie news. <laughs> so. I kind of put this in here. I'm kind of tired of hearing about the Snyder cut because I just keep on hearing Come on, there's man. this that leaked out, there's this that leaked out. At this point, I'm Here's just kind of like... Here's a picture of three characters yeah, that looks I, like something we've already I seen, know. but he just released it. Schneider cut, hashtag. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, just give it to me or just say you're not going to give it to yeah, me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't I'm tired, tease it. Yeah, don't I'm tired of teasing. Just give it to me or say you're not going to give it to I me. I simultaneously so. read one article that's like, it's an eminent, it's coming out no matter what. And then the next article's like, we've talked to Hollywood insiders, you will never, ever see it. Uh, so yeah. there's really no, it's just like mythos. It's really. a publicity stuff. Publicity Man. for what? For Schneider himself? Just or to get DC, the Snyder just cut. To keep talking for DC, just, just to, get to get keep the, the so, keep the buzz going up. I don't know if they're that organized. I think because like the Snyder, the, the whole Snyder universe too has a big old question mark on it. At least because we know we're getting Wonder Woman too. I'm assuming. We're still getting Aquaman too, or at least the trench yeah. no, or something announced. like that. Actually, yeah. it was announced. Was announced. I think oh, okay. Aquaman's 2022 or something. Oh, interesting. And then there's the Flash years. news, which Moschietti yeah. is uh, going to be getting to work on it. So I heard basically it won't start filming till. 2021 2021 yeah, that's what i saw yeah yeah so, so it's just with it's ezra miller yeah and then they kind of like let go of the paradox thing i don't know if it's going to be a flash paradox yeah, situation it's just or just like another mm, flash they thing. have been working on that script and they've gone through so many directors and it's this movie was supposed to release i think in 2019 several different writers like 2019 was supposed to be the year that the flash paradox or the flashpoint was supposed to come out and mm. so Ezra Miller was working on the script. Or, I think it would know, have been decent too. timing because Wonder Woman did well, Aquaman did well. I don't. I think it would have done it. At least it probably would have well. done Shazam something. Did okay. Tyler, yeah. Can you think of a you're you're a comic book guy? Can yeah. you think of another story arc involving the Flash that where was, it's just not the Flashpoint? Yeah. That was not just, the no, flash I point? can't think of anything okay. besides All just right. the Flashpoint. Because <laughs> so, I'm trying to think um, of one, and probably there's some hardcore Flash fans out there yeah. that would be able to say it. But right now, I don't know. Yeah. DC isn't always like in my wheel wheelhouse. It's like when I read comics, I don't typically like to read like the DC comics. Yeah. Yeah. I still Those are gravi- my favorite ones. Yeah, I still gravitate towards the, like Marvel the, stuff or like I, your if you were low, 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 low yeah, yeah, horror, low, low. If you stuff. recall, I think it's it's not BBS, it's uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. In one of the better parts of Justice League, Billy Crudup is the Flash's dad, and he goes to visit him. That origin yeah. story of his dad being uh, set up to kill his mom or whatever. That's not a bad story. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm okay if it's just like a hard origin because we haven't seen anything quite like that. DC's moving toward like harder PG-13s or R-type movies, which we'll talk about when we get to Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad. So I think you could do something that's a little bit harder even with Ezra Miller. 
and you know what we got from it yeah. from Justice League. So. Now you've seen the animated Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? I, I liked one. it. That one was. I, it might I be really my favorite it, one. So. It's possible. But mm. they, I've always liked the animated ones. There's a couple yeah, I'm just yeah. like, ah, that one was all right. But there there are some really solid ones. And it's so. just a transition, like it as a comic and as a cartoon, it does really well. But when it you bring works. it, yeah, yeah, it, it works, works well. well. I, I know it's the suspension of disbelief or being able to have that uncanny valley gone. But when you bring it into real life, then you start thinking no that can't happen yeah. that sounds weird <laughs> this is too gritty you yeah know, this is too dark <laughs> exactly, just like exactly. just like nolan you know and all that so <laughs> yeah know, but man. as DC far is as a mess yeah as far as flash <laughs> goes like i i never really actively you know sought to like read flash material or anything i just know the flashpoint parody because it's such a major storyline yeah, and he, he fucks everything up you know yeah. just classic ezra miller and <laughs> i don't remember how long ago it was i want to say it was like mid 90s maybe early 90s there was a tv series that did pretty well that was The Flash, a live action TV series of The Flash. And I always liked that one. Mm. So, like, I think he's been around long enough that it's generational to a certain extent. And I think that you could do something with that character. Unlike Cyborg, I'm not super confident he carries yeah, on. Yeah, that'd be I a little hard. Flash, yeah. There's enough. If Aquaman but, made a well, billion dollars, I think The Flash could do that. I okay. think Cyborg is very interesting. You, there is actually a lot you could tell because he's just like, he's yeah. not even a, really a man. You yeah. know, he's just yeah. like, you know, and yeah. especially when you see him in, I think, BVS but or it's Justice a little League. Copy. And there is. Yeah. There was an episode, and then we've already seen the mother Teen boxes Titans. kind of already ruined it. You know, yeah. so. There was an episode in Teen Titans, and if they made a movie about that, that would be awesome. The original one, right? The original one, the good one, yeah. not the go. I, I like the Teen Titans <laughs> one. So when he faces off against like a robot overlord or something like mm -hmm. that, and he's not strong enough because he's part human. Here. Yeah, and but it's that part human side that helps him overcome, and it was really yeah. good. Yeah, I remember. There, there's a lot of really good seasons for like that original Teen Titans. Yeah, and Teen yeah. Titans Go is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> the live action like, Teen Titans hilarious. introduced the Nightwing costume. Did you see it? Uh, mm. no, I thought I it looked pretty good. It. I've heard, uh, I only hear about, teen, you know, the Titans show from my girlfriend because she still watches Titans mm, okay. and she does All not right. like this season. She really? said the first season was pretty good. And then this season, it's just going off the wall. Like, mm. she's not really liking it at all. And I was, so I was like really shocked that it was like um, that, like, gritty. It's like really weirdly gritty. Yeah. So like I watched I think two episodes and I was that's like, eh. that's what I watched too. Yeah, the too. the first two episodes of the first season and I was like you know it just wasn't really hitting home yeah, with me. Yeah. Um. But like Doom Patrol, I was yeah, like wow should, this is amazing. They like, should just continue so Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah. I was like this is really good with Doom Patrol. I was so I was so pleasantly surprised of it. But but yeah, back to the Snyder cut. Just give it to me or not give it to me. So oh Nightwing's costume. Oh that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah yeah. It looks cool. At least it's clean. Yeah yeah. It looks cool. It looks pretty cool right there. It's not black leather like uh like X Men like with a little thin strip of blue like it looks like Batman took off his cape and they just sprayed the blue on it. It's probably what he did. Yeah, from the Nolan Batman. All right, other movie news I got. Uh, so Avatar two. There was a set photo. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, I didn't see it. Is this the Airbender or is this the same thing? This is this is not the same. I really like the last Airbender. so I was a big not the movie, the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of Legend of Korra, so that one didn't hit home with me too much. Eh, it was pretty good though. I, I got right. a lot, like the first season I liked, and like the second season, I'm just like, ah, this just isn't really hitting home with me right now. Yeah, yeah. And she, I think it's just a lot of mistakes where it's like, I guess spoiler alert, she loses the the Avatar state, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every Avatar before you 
yeah. was able not to fuck it up that bad. Yeah, but yeah. you lost the Avatar Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyways. they had to do something different, Tyler. Oh, I, I guess. Yeah, I, you know what? You do have a point. I yeah, suspect so. this movie will fail and lose money. So uh, <laughs> I, I feel like that's you just I'll wanted put, to. I'll put my computer no, I don't want it. I'm just saying. Okay, I saw it. Yeah. Saw it. So this is the this is the Avatar two. So I'm just kind of flipping my computer around. Doesn't really show a heck of a lot. doesn't. Yeah. What is with James Cameron? CGI. You know what I mean? He loves being underwater. He just he, loves that. He has shit. a submarine, right? He yeah. does have a submarine. <laughs> I'm not sure what's up with He's that. James, there's a South Park episode about it where no, he raises, really? yeah, where he raised the Honey Boo Boo episode. <laughs> no, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I haven't it. seen no, it. Haven't oh, seen it's it. actually pretty no. funny. It's, okay, uh, yeah, you all should right. Check that one out. But anyways, yeah, like. <laughs> He's James Cameron. Yeah, but, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But, uh, do you think people are gonna go and watch this movie? Um, I think initially it'll do well, have a huge drop off, and ultimately not do that well. I think the 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 question mm-hmm. of whether it makes a lot of money or can remains in the cultural zeitgeist would be how well it does overseas. And I just think it's been too long. I don't think people care about this. Plus, yeah. when it first came out, we hadn't rebooted Star Wars. We hadn't had all this like streaming stuff with Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is coming around the same time. Yeah, yeah. I just think like it'll be oversaturated. It won't have the same mark. It yeah. might do well enough to break even or make some money, but I don't think it'll have the same mark as the first one. And I think critically, which I never liked know. anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fr- I haven't seen the first one in so long. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's been a while, and I don't really want to watch Once again, it. <laughs> rewatchability, right? Doesn't really have that rewatchable factor. But I feel like so. when the first one came out, the big drawing point was how visually stimulating it was. It was very yeah. nicely done. Like the CG was on point. Yeah. They did 3D cameras, and this was at the cusp of 3D when all these other pl- he basically people invented were doing those cameras. Yeah, he had. The yeah, people were doing invented. terrible stuff, and he was utilizing it well. Now I don't know what he's going to do different that's going to make this because the story was mediocre at best. Yeah, when you, when you Pocahontas. Look at yeah, 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 Pocahontas, Pocahontas Ferngoli, or yeah, Ferngoli. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I swear, like that tree with like the three D things falling off of it for like thirty five minutes in the middle of that movie always put me to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it, basically, like, what they, is the tree of life and what are these little things coming at my face? Like the, the entire movie <laughs> is just a screensaver, or whatever. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but kinda so is. I'm wondering what the big draw of this movie. What's going so to put it underwater? <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> it's gonna be forty. You're gonna not like taste the movie. It. Not like the movie that's coming out underwater. This <laughs> Ed Norton was gonna be in this movie, and I'm I'm so sad that he's not in it. Mm. I forget who took his part, but uh, I would have liked to see. Ed I just Norton want him. Avatar movie. I just want him to be. <laughs> or the Ed Norton as a that's bad what guy. I want. That would have be. been cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it'll do okay financially, but it's not gonna be the same success as the first one. We and it's just, yeah. And yeah, the fact that he's so planning either. five, he has five sequels. Yeah, 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 it's it is. It's a little too much. And with you know how Terminator Dark Fate went, oh, it went I think great. I, yeah, so it went so well. Actually, Everyone loves it. it. And it so, just an update on that: it may it's made of around two eighty two ninety when you look at global. So it's probably not going to lose quite as much as we think. It's most likely going to lose around a hundred hundred and ten million overall. Mm. But it had some staying power overseas. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it made that much actually. Mm. Here yeah. it made nothing. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah, here here the franchise is dead. I don't know about you know China. Everybody who makes it for China anyways <laughs> nowadays. So yeah, I don't know. With Avatar two, it's just. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, like, I want to yeah. see it, but I kind of want to see it fail, you know, <laughs> just for fun. Like, just, yeah, yeah I, just I try for to fun. go into yeah, it. Yeah, just like, just Are you going to go see it? Are you going to pay for the ticket? I would pay for the ticket. I probably yeah. would too. I, so I, I, would, I, would, would, I would pay I for would the ticket. Man. You know, I just, I think James Cameron needs to fail to kind of humble him a little bit to maybe get another really good idea out of him. So, yeah, yeah. and I think we talked about that before in Terminator Fate, where it's just, he's he needs getting to get old. brought down. I don't know. know if he has another one in him, honestly. <laughs> well, he doesn't have five avatars. You know what I mean? Like, he's spending five avatars. Here's the thing with James Cameron. He doesn't make a lot of movies. He just yeah. doesn't. It takes him forever, whether he wants to invent new cameras or whatever. He does, like, all this other stuff. 
So we're not going to get much else out yeah. of him but these Avatar movies. I mean, so if these he's fail, really rich, he's and that keeps yeah, you alive really for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I get it. I'm more of a Catherine Bigelow person, his ex-wife. I want to see more from her, and she doesn't make enough movies either. So mm-hmm. they do a lot of other stuff, like producing, obviously exec producing, things like that. He puts his name on the new whatever Terminator movie. But you know, in terms of original content movies they direct, we don't see enough of them. I thought The Hurt Locker one of the best movies of the last 12 mm-hmm. years or so. Really? So, incredible film. I haven't seen it in a while, but and even Zero Dark, once. even Zero Dark 30, which I don't think is super historically accurate, that's a really good movie, a really mm-hmm. smart movie, and that's both Catherine Bigelow, so All his right. ex-wife. Uh, other movies I got, so apparently Knives Out is surpassing box office expectations. So it came out, uh, there was a pre-screening, I think, last week, and it officially yep. came out this weekend. Yeah. And I think it's on track to do... 20? It was originally projected to do twenty two to twenty five million. Ooh, it's doing better. It's doing a lot better. So Ryan Johnson fans are out there. We met some of them. Yeah, yeah, person. we did. <laughs> so okay, Tyler, so it's about forty million shots. right now for the. So wow, it's is that at forty right? million? Wow. So it's wow. doing about double. Is doing so. that well. I did not see that. Hey, Tyler, so you wanted to watch this movie? Yeah, and I saw it. Oh, saw you saw it? Yeah, I saw okay. it last night. Saw what it last was the big draw for you? Why did you want to watch it? Um, Ryan Johnson. I don't think it was so much Ryan. No, I don't think it was so much Ryan Johnson. It was definitely like the the Who Done It because I haven't seen something like that. You know what I mean? Like there hasn't really been a Who Done It. There was that since Clue. Since Clue, yeah, exactly. There was um, there was the one about the usual suspect. The murder of a Who Done It, yeah, to a certain extent. But that was a while ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was that was a while. But there there was the one where it was the the murder on the train. Kenneth Branagh. That's the uh, Agatha Christie novel. Oh, Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, 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 so that was that one that came out a couple years ago. They're making a sequel to that. Oh, they are. Yeah, Yeah, I think I heard about that. But that that didn't really entice me too much. I think it was okay. I think with this movie, it was just like with the trailers, you know, you see the cast, right? You got Chris Evans in it. And I'm like, okay, this is really interesting because Chris Evans doing comedy is a big draw for me. So I was like, okay, this is Chris Evans. You got Jamie Lee Curtis. You got, um, what's her name from Hereditary? Uh, Tony Collette in there too as well. Oh, okay. You know, so you get Daniel Craig in there. (laughs) Of course. And so James Don Johnson. I mean, it's a pretty uh, broad cast. with the Who Done It thing, I Anna liked Diarmus. it, and um, I would. This movie is a fun, and even when I watched it last night, the theater was packed. It was really weird. It was actually like oh, let me, really, let me it was ask really you this, packed. We can't get spoilers. And, yeah. Is is the twist ending like? Is it worth it? Is it like a cool payoff, um, or is it goofy? I don't know because this is what I would say. Everybody watches these types of movies differently. Yeah, there yeah. are some people who watch these types of movies and they're constantly trying to figure out who who's the killer, right? Who's yeah, the killer? Yeah, who's yeah. the killer? Who's the killer? How did this happen? They're trying to solve it. You know, they're trying to solve the mystery. And then there's other people who watch this movie just like I'm just along for the ride. I'm not yeah, trying to solve I'm anything. I'm guessing you're the second. Yeah, I'm emotion, the second. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of, uh, I'm a little bit of the first and the second. So I'm okay. watching. I'm along for the ride, but I'm just like, how are they going to end this? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's just they do something. You're like, okay, that's really interesting, but there must be something more, and there yeah, must yeah. be, you know, something. There's going to be a twist. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys saw the recent, you know, uh, Rick and Morty episode, but no, I have not. Uh, oh, okay, I'm, okay, but, one's fine. I'm but, waiting for it. Oh, to all kind of go up. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, but it's just you're like okay there's going to be something more you know the curtains going to reveal and everything but i think it's well worth the watch in okay, theaters all right. um i say just go along have a fun ride if you're into figuring out how it happened i think you'll have a fun time getting you know being surprised as far as like how something happened with this you know with the whole who done it yeah, so yeah. i feel it like is fun. i feel like m night Shyamalan should do a who done it movie yeah, because he, yeah i think that might be <laughs> I don't he's doing has, something on amazon prime yes i did see apple apple tv yeah, right? oh, yeah. that looks really interesting it, does look it looks interesting yeah, and creepy so that's why i'm like i'm a little curious about yeah, this yeah. But, but i think he should do a uh, who done it because every time we watch a movie any person uh-huh. watching m night Shyamalan, they're just waiting for 
what the twist is. Yeah, so, we're we're not going to talk about the Last Jedi on this episode, but I will say, like, if Knives Out performs really well, mm-hmm. that might be a good thing for Ryan Johnson if he wants to hold on to something Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. because there's still all this or stuff something up in different the air. too. You I'd know rather I mean? him do other stuff. Yeah, I, like I think Rick, I, I think, like Looper. I don't love that other. Movie, yeah, so. I think they should. Uh, <laughs> I I definitely want to see him do other stuff because with this movie and just everyone in this movie, like the supporting cast, you know. All the cat, they all work so it's well Christopher together. Christopher Plummer okay. is the guy oh, who's yeah. murdered in the beginning, right? He's yes. the father he's, of most he of these is the, people. He or? is the father and like the, the grandfather. The and so uh, okay. it's just everybody works so well. And it's like you got Jamie Lee Curtis, you got Michael Shannon. You know, it's just they Michael all. Michael Shannon, I forgot. Yeah, yeah he has this weird facial hair. Right? It's so fun. <laughs> it's so fun because, like, you know, they all play siblings and you believe that they're bickering siblings. Like, they, there's really okay. not anybody thought, weak in there. Daniel I, Craig is amazing in this. He's hilarious. His <laughs> so accent's funny. a little bit weird. Yeah, but it's funny. It works. The first trailer was a little bit odd, but as the trailer, continued on as I continue to see them I was like oh this could be it's this funny. could be at least it's different and, uh, you know, I think Daniel different. Craig has a lot of fun playing this you know playing this yeah, role he looks too like he's, like he's having he's having a okay. good time so All but right. I would say if you're just you're looking for something fun you're not looking for a franchise building thing or anything you know this is just the movie to go see he, uh, you can have a blast it's a good day night movie Tyler. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it. it's fun, yeah, it's fun. In, in the theater you suggest in the theater I would say in the theater okay. I mean there's really nothing like visual or even like you know stunning like technical wise to where it makes it worse in the theaters but I think it's just fun enough to where you can have a really good time okay. to go there right. have your food whatever you know take out a second mortgage on the house from getting you know a hot dog <laughs> and then you know enjoy just have fun watch the movie you get sucked into the story you can turn your brain off an for like an hour and a half two hours so. the movie theater which yeah, is yeah, yeah, fantastic kind of crazy i will say on daniel craig news i think on colbert he mentioned that this is his last bond oh and he was okay. like i'm done with it after this so i'm good and he mm. said that like the last couple he said yeah. it many yeah, times he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Assault, but there just like west bentley and cocaine i'm done after this this is the last last line my last pile this is my last pile. Put this credit card away and I'll never do another line again. (laughs) I'm going to focus on my career. (laughs) Just imagine the directors. Wes, you should have told us about your cocaine. We would just pay you in cocaine. American Beauty role, so he seems pretty emo to me. Yeah, that that movie is... You know, I remember liking that movie when I saw it, but it's been so long since I've rewatched it. It's excellent. It's a really... I own that script. It's a really well-written movie. It's a really good Other movie news I got, so uh, I don't know if you guys caught this. There was an E.T. kind of Thanksgiving special. That was really... Henry Thomas? Yeah, yes, that. That it was, was cool. a uh, it was a commercial. It was Comcast, right? Oh, Comcast. I think it was Comcast. Comcast. Oh, I just okay. watched it last night. So it was just like it was a commercial. It was about four minutes long, around four uh, or five minutes long. Something like that, yeah. Um, but anyways, it's grown you know, up Elliot. It's a commercial, but it's grown up Elliot, and then ET is back there, and it's like reunited. Mm, and it's interesting. adorable. Interesting. It it's been it so really long well since I've watched ET. Like it has been, you know. At it was, least yeah, 10 years. It's a, it's, like, a, it's a great, great movie. That's, that's an interesting take, though. They're making a commercial that is promoting Comcast, I'm yeah, assuming. Comcast, yeah, Comcast. All right. And a family together, Thanksgiving. Okay, but it's, interesting. It's, it's E.T. and uh, he comes back. I wonder and he's how like, many. <laughs> it, so. doesn't, it doesn't feel. I thought the commercial was really well done because it doesn't feel like a, a money grab. It doesn't, no. It's okay. kind of right. organic in the weirdest way. And yeah. the, the fact that they use Henry Thomas, like, that seals the that's deal. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's good. I really he's like him. He's had a pretty good career, actually. You have. I haven't seen Hill House yet, uh, Haunting on Hill House, the Netflix original, but not, it, no. it's really good. It's, he's it's, on it's, yeah, he's on there. Oh, it's okay. really good. Right. Yeah, but so. that reminds me of like Family Guy or The Simpsons when they show like something and then all of a sudden it's being funded by uh, 
off the wall, totally random. Like for it to be like this family wholesome thing oh, with yeah. ET, and then all of a sudden, oh, Comcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it seems like when you explain that, that it, seems like I something that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it seems cheap, but actually, if you watch it, it's not that. Bad. It's it's fun. You can okay. enjoy it. even all though right. even though it is an ad, it's fun, and I think yeah. you can still very much enjoy People it. People who are like thirty and above, for sure. Like if you had any emotional connection to ET. Now, does it make you either one of you want to get Comcast now? I think it makes me want to watch ET again. I haven't seen. I'm curious to watch ET again. Yeah, yeah I'm curious to watch cool ET again. So it, it made you want to watch ET as I believe so. to, Yeah, uh, I don't know about re- watch it. Re- to watch ET. <laughs> I, yeah. I think leave it alone, but I'd like to watch it again. Okay, so. all right, interesting. Final Thanksgiving special. Hopefully, everyone had a think good Thanksgiving. By the way, to our yeah, listeners, yeah. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, last little bit of movie news that I got was uh, there was a 2003 Watchmen test footage that got released out. Mm. So, of course, there was Zack Snyder's Ooh. that came out. I want to say 2007, 2008. Yeah, I think so. 2007, which I yeah. I actually enjoyed. You know, I, I rewatched it maybe a couple years ago. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. The soundtrack's yeah. incredible. There are soundtrack moments really in it that nice, I, yeah. there's segments of it I really like. Yeah. And then there's parts of it I'm just like, all right, you're reaching there. Yeah. But, no, I understand. You know, not, but it's a worthwhile watch. For I sure. think I think it's fun to rewatch. The and I show think just, is effing. The show incredible. is so it is good. incredible. Now, um, have so you shocked. read Watchmen at all, yes, Ryan? I have. Okay, so yes. I've it's never been a long time. I've, yeah, yes, I've never read Watchmen. I watched the Zack Snyder one. And I remember when I first saw the trailer for the Zack Snyder one, it was out that week and I mm. was able to watch it. Like, I think the day, like I saw the trailer, I was like, wow, that's amazing. I was able to watch it that yeah, exact yeah, yeah. same day. Um, but I, I was, a, I was a fan of the, of the, uh, the movie? Snyder one. Yeah, yeah, the Snyder, so yeah, the Snyder 2009 it's only 10 one. Years, yeah. Um, there are faults into it, but it's, I think it is good. I don't know if you've seen the Snyder one, but the, uh, I only remember, uh, Dr. Manhattan's blue penis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all yeah. you remember. It's, it's really, once you've seen it, it's that's implanted you in your brain. You, you can't ever <laughs> forget about it. Ryan. Yeah. You can't, you can't ever forget about the blue penis. So that, you need uh, the, you need gar- the men in black thing to get rid of it. <laughs> it's and been even a while then, <laughs> since we used it. Garbage boy, bringing out the garbage. Yeah, bringing out the garbage. <laughs> we, forget, we forget Gibbons and Alan Moore who wrote the original Watchmen. They, I think Alan Moore wrote the killing joke along. Did they both write the killing joke? Alan Moore did. This guy is like shepherded in this dark universe of comics, these adult sort of comics. They always like complain about the interpretations in these movies and stuff. They never seem to like any of them. But these guys are like, they're huge in the direction of where comics are going now. Mm -hmm. And now comic movies too. So you got to tip your hat to what, like the Watchmen is the beginning of that legacy. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And and also they're doing doom doomsday clock doomsday clock there we go and so yeah so that's a i think that is wrapping up in december so december this year yeah so they got the doomsday clock the dc kind of watchman crossover thing that's wrapping up i think this december i'm really curious to see how that's going to end um haven't read it but i don't know if you you've seen rob explains no. I, you haven't seen no, Rob Explains on YouTube? No, I have not. Oh, really? He, he just explains comic books. Yeah, oh, okay. And so right, right. rather than <laughs> just like, yeah, he's pretty good at explaining comic books. So if you're just like, oh, I'm curious about this okay, comic book, interesting. but you don't want to like, you know, shove out the 50 bucks for it, yeah, you can yeah. just watch Rob Explains. Oh, <laughs> so, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So it is really interesting. And, uh, but anyway, so back to this Watchmen test footage. So um, they were kind of doing it as far as like 2003. Um, it was uh, Ian Glenn as Night Owl. And he is um, from Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones, he played uh, Uh, Mormont. um, Oh, yeah, that's right. That guy? Jorora Mormont. Um, Okay, that could work. He was going to be Night Owl, and then it was going to be Ray Stevenson uh, as Rorschach. And Ray Stevenson, okay. he was right. in the Punisher Warzone movie. He and was in uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, I think. Is he really? <laughs> I think so. I think he was. I can't he was also in... He wasn't in Lord of the Rings, but I oh, think he was he in was... the Punisher. That's maybe Punisher War Zone, yeah. but he was also in. That, uh, that doesn't fit to me. I don't know if it was Lord of the Rings or it was um, Witchmacott, where he plays like a hairy guy, Thor. 
He's like one of he's one of the like the Warriors three or yeah, something. He's one of the Warriors. Yeah. Three, Which Zachary yeah. Levi's in that movie too as well, who ends up going to be, you know, DC and That's so, right, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah he's so, one of those guys too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So I watched the Watchmen test well, footage. Those guys got the and, uh, shaft. They didn't get a big part there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so for Zachary Levi's super famous, but those uh, Thor movies, I don't know. Except for Ragnarok. Ragnarok is really good. But the first two Yeah, there's problems. There's problems. But uh but anyways, yeah, so I watched the Watchmen test trail, you know, the test thing that they did. Yeah. And it's it's very 2003. Who was going to direct that? Ah, let me see. It was that's going cu- to cu- be I'm curious about that. David David Hader. Okay. So right. da- yeah, David right. Hader was going to direct that and I'll look up at what else he's done cuz I have no idea. Oh, he was going to he was a director. He did uh and I guess writer for like X Men, X Men Two, yeah. and so I think he okay. did kind of write some of the Watchmen as yeah. well. He, he was the one. he was the one of the co many co writers on X Two, which we did last week. That's right. So he's been around, but I don't I don't trust his vision. Yeah, I watched the trailer, and one thing I noticed is like, ooh, the costumes are a little too bright, and of course it's a little gritty because it's just test footage. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, I think they added he added color to it. I think no, I don't know that there's a perfect it. way that you could ever do Watchmen that everybody would be happy. Although the TV show comes dang close. The TV but show, but I would say movie-wise, yeah. cinematically, Schneider's like glossy sort of cinematography really fit that story. I thought like even if he didn't like everything that was in there, the way it looked was really cool. Yeah, I thought they did a great job with the look, especially with the alternate history and stuff. Uh, it's oh just yeah, the like opening foggy, scene. Yeah, yeah. The the filters they put on the camera, it looks really cool. Um, I just don't love all the choices. And then when you start getting like into Mars and stuff, it gets a little goofy. But you know, for the most part, I like, like the goofy though. I like the, you I'm know okay I like the it. goofy. I'm okay so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so, that guy Adrian Vent? I didn't. I, oh, I Adrian Vite. Yeah, and Adrian Vite. Yeah, I don't think I liked the guy who played him in the movie. Oh yeah, but Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons is so good. I mean, Jeremy Irons is. He's, he's, he's Jeremy timeless. Irons. He's you know he How is. many episodes are out on the, the six, six or seven? seven yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. And both of you were all cut, caught up. Yeah, yeah. we were both. The next up. one okay. comes out this I, Sunday. It's must see. It's crazy because you know how much I love Mr. Robot. I have lately been watching Watchmen first. Yeah. Which is because they both come out the same night mm-hmm. and I'm dying to see both of them. But if I put one off, it's Mr. Robot. Okay. Part, that's in part because I don't want Mr. Robot to end and we're at the very tail end of it. I think there's some of that there. But Watchmen is like, it, it just blows your mind right. every episode. Really? So like you got to like, you know, a couple scotches. How many episodes are they planned to have? I think 10. 10. Yeah. So really? 10 for this first mm-hmm. season. I'm very confident it's going to get an extra season. My thing is, I just don't want them to leave too many questions. I have for, been like, listening season, to you know? a couple of my the other podcasts that we uh, we we all love on this show. Uh, I've been listening, and there's some debate over whether Lindelof's going to do another season. And I think that's shocking. For one, they're not answering a lot of questions, so we're not yeah, moving. You get, you're getting a lot you're of buildup, yeah, which build is up. awesome. You're yeah. getting some answers, but, which I don't always think is a bad thing. Leave but the, the answers lead to more, more questions. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, the answers lead to more questions every single time. Right. You do get so. one blue penis though. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. Far. Okay. so far, good. They might good. be more. Fruit. Ryan's like, Let's I know you want more. They met. They met their quota. It's a dick in a box, so we're still waiting to see the attack. And any more is just going to be a plush. Yeah. There's always more blue penis. Yeah. <laughs> we technically have not seen a lot of Dr. Manhattan yet, but I think no, it's we coming. haven't. Mm. I think it's I, I think, think that's it's probably how it. this season I went. just now I, let me ask you this. So uh-huh. this is what my point was. If it ends with all these unanswered questions, are you going to be satisfied as like a cultural pop culture thing? Like this, if it just ends one, and there's no season two episode arc of HBO and there's no Watchmen, season two. That's it. Oh, I'd be a Walk little away, I'd drop be a I would very much still like the season, but I'd be a little salty that they I didn't give, give me a second so season. You know what I mean? Like I would be like, you know, this is really good, this was really great. 
I'm really pissed you're not giving me a second season. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> well, Tyler, it's better to blow up than to fade away. So I guess they could go the route of what is that? Game of Thrones. Yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess you do have a point, but it's one just of, one of the things know. that I think Disney and Star Wars is making a mistake on, and I think eventually the Tolkien estate and the Lord of the Rings people are making mm. a mistake on is you should always leave the people wanting more. It's okay to take like a 10, 12 year gap in between your storytelling. I think uh, even Harry Potter with the Fantastic Beast series. I hear that's not again, doing too well. It's not doing like too well. And I think and... that's oversaturation a little bit. Yeah. You should just let the mythos grow and remain for a while before you pick up on another series. I almost think like Lindelof walks away for like five, six years, almost like Curb Your Enthusiasm sometimes Ugh, leaves for like four or yeah. five years and then comes back and everybody's like, where's the Watchmen? Where's the Watchmen? Tick tock, tick tock. Let that build up, you know? Yeah. I think it would work and it mm. actually fits with the source material. Man. I almost I hope he does uh... it. We both watched The Leftovers. Mm -hmm. Now that season from season one to season two takes a dramatic shift. I caught Lindelhoff, it all at once. So because, we yeah. already know that Lindelhoff can go anywhere mm -hmm. and basically do any crazy right turn he wants to. And he's getting blank checks from HBO now with this thing. And everybody seems to love this. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't I don't know what they're going to do, but my guess is like there'll be no announcement. It'll disappear. And it might be a couple years or, or longer before it comes back. I'd say do the Rick and Morty Which thing. Which is heartbreaking. If but... you remember, uh, I think at the end of season three. Or it was a season two where they oh, like, yeah, come yeah. back and Mr. Poopy Butthole's just like, come yeah. back for Rick and Morty <laughs> in two years or maybe longer. And it was, and it, yeah, you like know that. what I mean? Like, it, it was like a two, a two and a half year yeah, gap yeah, to yeah. season three to season Do, four. And yeah, everybody yeah. wanted Rick and Morty. No, but so. I, I think that's smart, too. If you say that you're going to have a second season, but we're like, ah, we don't know what's going to come out, though. Yeah. I we, think that would make, uh, it'll build up a lot more suspense. you got to wait two years. Yeah, yeah. But, we, you know. We have yeah, to move off of movie news. But let me just point this out because we're talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens today, and I know we're going to argue a little bit. Yeah, Here's we the will. thing. I brought my not, lightsaber. <laughs> not answering questions and creating new questions is always, always works almost. When you start to answer those questions is when things fall apart, right? The Watchman does not have to answer anything. It yeah. really doesn't. Even the stuff we learn, like you said, just leads to 50,000 more mm -hmm. questions. Like, what has happening here? You know, what planet are we on? You know, it like, is, there's yeah. all, like, and, it goes, uh, the biggest question you could have, you could ask at this show, and it wouldn't be, like, not relevant, you know? <laughs> so I think, like, Lindelhoff is messing with us and he loves doing that. Yeah. I don't it, it, like, you know, the leftovers, they did not answer all the questions. No, they did. I'm totally fine with it. Mm -hmm. And it's, even though I know that's what he's doing, I still fall for it in a way every single night because I'm like, maybe we'll see Night Owl. Maybe we'll see Dr. Manhattan. I'm always Where hoping for a Maybe comedian. we'll figure out yeah. if we're on Earth or some other planet. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but you just enjoy it because like the openness of it lets your imagination go yeah. wild. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's great. The ride is fun. Yeah. The ride is I'm, definitely I am fun so this. impressed with that guy. I, he is turning into the guy that like he puts his name on something. I'm going to watch it. Mm, yeah. So. Interesting. No, yeah. Definitely really solid show. Just check it out. You yeah, know, it's, it's super yeah. fun, especially with this last episode. I'm like, are they going to go this way? And then they went this way, and I'm like, that's, that's so weird. Oh, wow. Okay, so all right. It's so, so uh, trippy. Yeah, it's definitely very. Um, and Regina King, say... she is just a, a tour to really the casting across the board is great. Mm -hmm. uh, but Regina King killing it. And I wasn't sure when I saw her on the trailers and stuff. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I'm not sure how this is going to work. But she's a lead in like the weirdest way. Yeah. Uh, and she covers so much ground and the way they infuse racism and all these yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I going to talk into about a next. broader yeah, story that's just so crazy. It's, yeah, yeah. it's so like race is so driven into it. And I wouldn't say... I, I guess sem like, semi-political, but it's political not, within its own world. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm. It's political with its own world that it's set in. And so, 
but it's yeah. definitely well worth. We'll, we'll a spend watch an episode out. on it, possibly. Maybe when the whole thing wraps. Yeah, the whole thing yeah. wraps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I don't think there's anybody that I would not recommend this show to because at minimum it gets their mind moving and it's a conversation. Piece, yeah, so. we'll explain the story with you. We'll bring our Legos and everything. <laughs> Absolutely, Watchmen Legos. Yeah. Watchmen You'll Legos? be in charge of the blue penis. So, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's just one Lego. Piece. Just, do I have enough blue bricks for that? Yeah. I don't know if I have enough blue bricks for that. <laughs> they all need to be slimy. Oh, now oh, we're getting. See too far. Too oh, far. Uh, so today we're doing Star Wars: The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. So, I like 20, that Wookie. 2015. I like 20, uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah, yeah, Long time in development. Obviously, this had uh, some to do. Are we doing the numbers? We yeah. Do the numbers? Uh, let's do a hot take first. What's your hot oh, yeah, take? Hot, right, was hot this take. your first time watching this? This Ryan? is my first time okay, watching right. it. I can't now believe it's his first time right. watching. I can that believe it. Yeah. So Tyler, you <laughs> need to describe to the audience what I'm doing. Okay. He no, is we're not describing making that. a fart sound, and he is <laughs> no, don't, don't um, pumping a bike. With... <laughs> it's like oh, it's climbing a rope. No, he's definitely climbing a rope. <laughs> oh, Star Wars fans, you love that? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you like that? Oh, he's gonna oh. be that guy. Wait, I'm gonna switch Kylo Ren with Finn. I'm gonna swap him. Hang Turn on, him around. He doesn't need to see that. <laughs> oh, you remember this? Remember this in the old movies? Oh, you like that? <laughs> oh, you like that? Star Wars fans, don't you? <laughs> Oh, he's a happy boy. That's the whole. I, didn't think, I thought he was going to be Kylo Ren, but he's more like Domin Hall Gleason, that General Hux character. He's sort of like the the useless villain. Yeah, he's fun though. He's having a fun time. He's having a good time. Yeah, he's having a fun I think time. this is the most accurate reaction that I had to any movie that I watched. Yeah. That's what it stabs down Wow. To. Strong. I don't want to do the numbers now. Oh, all right. What's the number? Okay. All right. Despite, despite that all crazy, the money. despite <laughs> producer Ryan climbing his rope over there and pumping those bicycle tires, what I'll say about Star Wars is you have to preface some of it with the acquisition of Lucasfilm to Disney. Lucas had flirted, obviously you can read online as much as you want, with doing a sequel trilogy to his original 456, right? Many, many times. He ends up walking away from it. I, I don't know exactly what, what it was all about. Disney made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Disney buys Lucasfilm for $4.05 billion. That was in 2012. Wow. Now, I don't know. I knew it was wow. a B, but I never looked at the $4 billion, numbers. and most wow. of that goes to George Say Lucas. Say that one more time again. $4.05 billion, <laughs> which is insanity. And I remember when they did it, I was like, that's a lot of money. I wonder if Ooh. they can make that money back. So the downside is now they got to make that money back, right? So how many tacos from Jack in the Box is that? <clears throat> That's uh, 4.05 billion tacos. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know about it. depends on what the state <laughs> food tax is different. But okay, so that's crazy numbers, right? A lot of tacos. So now I will say, uh, in response, now they've gotten Marvel and other things. Disney's done a lot of things. Disney's currently worth $130 billion, So on balance, this has worked out for them, right? But the downside is they've had to make some of that money back. So I think they started pushing out these Star Wars movies a little bit quick. This movie in particular, which we'll talk about, like the production was sped up. Everything was sped up. It had a production budget. Anybody want to guess on this one? No. So I, you got to think about all the development money wasted into that production mu budget, like how many writers they, they had yeah, to put this thing in the car wash. It has it's to a lot. Be a but lot. I'll just let somebody take a shot. Take a shot, producer Ryan. Terminator Dark Fate was like 180-200. Irishman was around 160-200. Okay, How much I, was this one? And Endgame was around 300, I think, right? For, for just production? 300 million yep. for... Yep. Oh, man. Mm. 425. Is it over? Uh, I'd say three, three fifty. That's pretty close. It's a little over three, three ten ish is what they're okay, looking at. Okay, all so, right. But that's pretty crazy given a Star Wars. Yeah, movie. yeah. But 
it lets they hire J.J. Abrams. We'll talk a little bit about the drama there. There are a lot of, including David Fincher, a lot of directors were rumored for this thing. Uh, Fincher's Star Wars would have been incredible. That, <laughs> I don't know if he would have ever been insane. That would have been really interesting. So, but they get Abrams. So he's got $300 million. He gets to play in the sandbox of Star Wars. Does the movie do well? Okay, well, biggest opening weekend ever, 248 at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it was passed by mm-hmm. Endgame recently. Um, de- internationally, it makes 1.13 overseas. Domestically, it makes $936 million. That is the highest grossing wow. domestic movie. It has made more money domestically than Endgame uh, and, and Avatar. So it, domestically, it is the number one still. Wow. Total, $2.066 billion. So that's half of what they paid for Lucasfilm. In this one movie. movie <laughs> in one. That's I'm just gonna, I want to point this out to the fans that when you adjust for inflation, the original 1977 Star Wars still sold more tickets. But this movie, under any sort of microscope, ha- is a huge success for Disney. It relaunched the series. It created the cultural phenomenon again. They started building rides at Disneyland yeah. for it. And they started selling toys. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the Legos in front of our microphones. <laughs> yeah. the, the toys are everywhere. It even got me buying them. So like, I'm guilty of it, just like everybody else. So by any uh, metric, it was a super success. Mm. The, now, was it a critical success, right? Now, we already know producer Ryan's reaction, right? Surprisingly, <laughs> I... I had a thought in my head, and I know a few years I looked at it. I wrote an article for The Last Jedi where I re-reviewed Force Awakens on real watchability. So I did look at what the metrics were on Rotten Tomatoes. Anybody want to guess Critic? I would say Critic is 72. And I, I did not look that up before. Yeah. I did not look that up before. Low yeah, 80s, 70s. high 70s, if yeah. I was guessing. So it's actually 93% Critic. Really? And what you're what? saying there, and I wow. think because of like the broad timeline prequels and then the original series, the Critic's age bracket is yeah. right where they need to be for mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. i think everybody just wanted this movie to be fun and i think at least it conquers that you know despite what <laughs> yeah. anybody want to guess audience i 72, 70, I 70, 70, 70, 86 still 80, holding oh, up at 86 goodness. and it's thousands of audience when i looked reviews, at so. i looked at imdb's rating so 93 it's and 86 at, it's at a 7.9 right now which for is pretty IMDb, good so. and that's pretty good anything IMDb's usually eight, a little more a little more harsh i want to yeah, say yeah i believe so, so yeah yeah so. if you're touching the eights and you're, you're right around that bracket you're doing pretty well just like the shawshank skill it's a tough grader <laughs> it's a tough grader <laughs> but i'm pretty surprised by that now on balance when you look at the budgets of the other movies this is crazy and i just wanted to point this out so force awakens cost 306 million right Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and A New Hope. Eleven million for New Hope. Empire was fifteen million budget. Return of the Jedi, thirty-two point five million dollar budget. Okay, so you're saying that's a long time ago. It's yeah, not relevant, right? Okay, so the prequels, right? Phantom Menace, one fifteen. Attack of the Clones, one twenty. I didn't really like that one. Yeah, uh, Revenge of the Sith, one thirteen budget. This huh. basically the budgets of all three prequels is the budget for this movie. That's wow. insane. And I think when you that consider that, and we talk about the movie. That's the problem with the movie. They spent this much and this is what we got. There's some problems there, but that's the numbers if you want to know. (laughs) All right. We're just going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsor. So with this movie, of course, spoilers, it's been out, you know, almost five years. Spoilers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Almost, almost, almost. Almost five years. But we're just going to look as far as this movie. We'll mention some things with Last Jedi, but we're not going to dig too I deep have no into self-control, it. so I will mention Yeah, Last Jedi. I brought my air horn, so I'll just go like really loud. And <laughs> but we'll just try, because if we go into the last, you know, I mean, that's a rabbit hole we're not going to come back from. You know what I mean? We're just going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go. And it's like, don't worry, we'll get to it. Yeah, All right, we're, we're going to get to it. All right, we're going to get to it. So um, with this movie, and I think we kind of talked about it with The Mandalorian too, and just because I would say with The Mandalorian coming out, 
It's definitely changed the game a little bit because this is something where like the fans are very much on board with the Mandalorian mm -hmm. and you and I kind of asked the question, does it feel but like I, Star Wars? Yeah, and it does. And, and yeah, I think that's I the think most with important this With this movie, yeah. yeah too, when so. you're making the Star Wars films, prequels, all the way through, right. all, the whole through line, the original series kind of stands alone on itself because it's the first thing ever. But basically the first question you ask is, does it feel like those And it's funny because trilogy? there's not like a set formula for no, it. It's cannot. just, does it feel yeah. can I, like can I Star Wars? Can I ask you this yeah. regarding this movie? Does feeling like Star Wars mean referring back to the old Star absolutely Wars? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. I'm shaking my hand now. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> Usually not. I that punish is... movies for being derivative. It's weird that I'm going to take the other side on it. This yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. So this is something that happens quite a lot in this movie. Is just yeah, it's incredibly first, derivative. At first, it's okay because it's just little things they pick up, but yeah. then it it grows oh, yeah. a little oh, bit yeah. more. It, we would be remiss <laughs> I, if we don't talk about the legacy here because what happens is the original series comes out. It's a cultural phenomenon. There's some other stuff that goes off, Clone Wars, things like that. Prequels come out. 90s late 90s early 2000s and people thought the big, big biggest criticism there was it didn't feel like star wars yeah. he injected politics a lot of cgi doesn't there was feel politics quite right. and wasn't yeah, super man. fun <laughs> you don't yeah. remember them being yeah, in that uh, yeah that's right the whole thing. ton of that yeah right uh, so, convention room mind, with right? all of them have I, their I'm own a, balconies i'm a middling fan of those prequels <laughs> i guess so, you're right never so really so abram's attention. logic is he wants to take it back to the original series to do that he argued you had to be a little bit derivative you had mm. to bring them back now my counter to your saying that it's just like a uh, mixed bag of Empire and uh, New Hope together. It's very New Hope. It's, just it's a very, Death very Star. New Look Hope. It compared to the old Death Star. <laughs> so like, annoying. Okay, so yeah, that is annoying, but what I will say is there are things happening here that we had never seen in Star Wars movies. So there's yeah. a balance, you know, dark and light. I, I right? get so that. I think I that they actually that. balance it there, pretty well. Here. There are some things that I thought was interesting. We talked about it before with the stormtrooper Finn. Yeah, Finn size. had is never very seen yes. yeah. a stormtrooper yeah. turn. It's yeah. a pretty crazy cool character. And, and as a character, I think he's great. The idea that he wants to run, he knows what they're up against, and he's like, "We can't win." But then in the very end, he changes his mind, and then now he's working with the he, rebellion. He also I think has that's awesome. I yeah, think that's great. his arc is really good and he is such I an agree. interesting character yeah, yeah. So. i agree and, and you have to the thing with this movie is you have to like those new characters mm -hmm. if you don't like these new characters you're out so to nail and i like ray i like finn to nail those mm -hmm. two and even poe that's pretty cool now, pretty most, good. Yeah. most people yeah, will yeah, say like poe is the han solo i actually think finn is finn provides a lot of comic finn? relief mm -hmm. and like that's yeah. crazy that he's a stormtrooper there's some emotion there where like i was taken from my family i'll never know they wanted me to kill for them i chose not to like there's some emotional moments there they're not super well done but right. they're there and then it's Still, he's optimistic. He's still funny. Yeah, I will say, I will say, there was too much teenager angst in this movie than I would care for in a Star Wars movie. Um, it just seemed like teenagers in that. space. I don't get that. I think Darth uh, Vader. There's a decent amount there. Yeah, the uh, I don't know. There's a bunch Even, of people, listen, people throwing forget. tantrums. <laughs> you know, we're gonna maybe go back and do a New Hope at some point. Like young Luke Skywalker was kind of like teenage. Yeah, teenager. So there was some yeah, but he was given off that kind of. I don't know. Sometimes you gotta go back. Everything I hate. The about teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all yeah. right, all right. I'll all give right. you the benefit of the doubt. I'll give you the benefit <laughs> and, of the doubt. I really just like, you know, Finn's dynamic, you know, where he comes from. I like as far as like when he interacts with Poe too, where he's it, just like, it's the right thing to do. You need a pilot. I need a pilot. Like yeah. he just wants, to, he just wants to hit yeah, Dodge. You let's, know? let's break it down sort of like we used to do in the beginning of the podcast where we go, not scene for scene necessarily, but in segments, yeah. right? First act, the, second, The third. first act is really cool. It has yes. like a kinetic energy. Yes. It moves really, it's like a chase film. It moves mm -hmm. very fast. Visuals, and action. He's introducing yes. new characters in this moment. So like, yes, boom, yes. Finn, boom, Poe. Boom, Kylo, uh, General Hux, like boom, 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 right after another. Then Ray 
in the in the broken down uh, Star Destroyer or whatever. Like yeah. all that's really well or done. AT-AT and it or, keeps you yeah, moving. Yeah. The first like 30 minutes of this movie, I think work really, really well. And when you're reintroducing Star Wars to the new generation, that's what you have to nail. Mm-hmm. We saw mm-hmm. it when Abrams took over Star Trek. He did kind of the same thing with this crazy electric opening. Does the same thing here. It's kind of stolen from old James Bond movies where like that first act is really this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you ease into the film. I think he does a little bit of that. And I remember when I first saw it, I saw it opening night. I stood out in the cold. I waited in line. I got in the theater <laughs> and I did not know what to expect. These movies, I always go out of my way not to try to read too much about them. It's crazy how much I enjoyed the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I it yeah. Was great. Super I well thought done. it was good too. The intro is good, but that's J.J. Yes, yes. Abrams. He's an opener. You that's know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's an opener. That's, that's what he why is. we should and be worried so, about Rise of Star Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Not a closer, but so, an opener. You know, and it's just, as far as like the rehash goes, like there's certain parts where it's like they pick something up. It's like, really? We've seen that before. But yeah, I do yeah. like as far as like, okay, they're in an old Star Destroyer or like Ray lives in an old, you know, AT-AT that's okay, been broken apart. That part's fine. And the yeah, visuals yeah, that's are fine. That's fine. Exactly. And it's just like the visuals are really cool in this. The action scenes when it comes to the flying, really good. You know, they're fast. We've never seen the Falcon like yeah. slam into the ground. Yeah, and yeah. Across. Like it was so cool. And I will say there's a moment in there that I think this is my fifth or sixth time watching it. I, I had forgotten the moment where Ray is cleaning the metal stuff and she mm-hmm. sees that old woman. And like, I thought that was like a touching moment where like, if I stay here waiting for my parents or whatever, uh, I'm going to end up just like this lady over yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. There's more out there in the galaxy. And I think that's what Abrams mm-hmm. is going for. He's really good at delivering that sense of hope. And I think like that comes across again in the first 30 minutes. Yeah, there. I would definitely say as far as like the, the first half of this movie, it does feel like Star Wars, and we'll get into the last and, half and a little the bit later. Cinematography, the sunset yeah. on on Jakku, which is very f- similar. To yeah, the, the visuals are amazing. Yeah, yeah. the visuals yeah. are amazing. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, it's a story that yeah, yeah, yeah. that goes without being we'll said. Here. Like literally, it's so, a Disney movie now. It, yeah, just like, to point you know, out, this movie and, and it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah. It has to be good. Yeah, it has to be. It was shot on thirty five millimeter uh, film here, so it's got that old vibe. I know you were mentioning off pod that it had like an old time vibe to it a little bit. Mm. They use more. Use obviously a lot of CGI. We'll talk about that, but they use a lot of practical effects and practical sets in this particular movie that they don't do in the prequels. That was mm-hmm. a heavy criticism of the prequels. Yeah. I think in this case, like it works. The cantina works. The the actual like the tie oh, the practicals are nice. You get like yeah, an up close really look yeah, at that yeah. tie fighter Agreed. that they Agreed. steal. Like some of that stuff was really cool. Using practical sets is partly what makes it expensive. That three hundred million million plus budget, but also pays off really well. So yeah. uh, with that, bringing back what I said off pod. I did also say that what it seems like it's a fanfic that Disney greenlit. Yeah, it seems I like agree. a fan was like, "That's oh, pretty much you what know what would be cool." Yeah, they bring out the Millennium Falcon. Oh, and then old Han Solo comes in with Chewie, and you know what's gonna be great is when they're gonna try to get rid of one of the the stormtroopers. Why don't we put them in a trash compactor? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that. But here's the here's the thing: we have had this conversation on the pod many times. We are turning into a fan fiction type culture, right? With a mm-hmm. lot of different movies, right? Yeah. Is is it okay? Like, are we okay with it? And my response would be, if you're having a good time at the movies, I don't have a problem with it. But so. but the thing is, I'm not even a Star Wars fan. These are things that I know. Mm. And it's it instead of making Because they're me, in the cultural zeitgeist. Exactly. That's why. But instead of filling me you with glee, it, it just makes me roll my eyes. It's exactly yeah. that's but, what it is. It's like in family guy. If you go guy, too when... far into the cynicism realm, what you'll get is a response movie, which I think to a certain extent, and is my first reference <laughs> since we started covering it to the last Jedi, they're sort of responding to the backlash of that. It was too derivative. It's too much like the other films. Let me give you something totally different and they can drift too far. But Nick, look at it this way. All right. So Tyler and I with the Matrix, we harshly graded it just because we've seen so many of these parodies. Yeah. Stuff like that. For it, <laughs> okay. Now, now take it the reverse way. 
all these parodies came out about Star Wars and then you have an official movie that is reintroducing these parodies and putting yeah. it into your social consciousness. It's a totally different thing. Yes, Tyler and I were looking at Matrix and okay, you have to view it in the time of when it was made. But now you're viewing this movie in the time that it was made, but you're still making references to all these things that other mediums have parodied I'm, and did. I'm gonna put it to you that. I'm gonna put it to you this way and I'm I'm not gonna poo poo your criticism. I think it's fair and obviously the more I watch it the more derivative I tend to think it is and plenty of criticisms out there. I didn't officially review this on real watchability but when i put it attached to the last jedi it's way more fun than the last jedi but there's plenty to criticize and i'm not here to poo poo that but and, what i would it was say a is fun movie the it was the fun are movie. missing something for sure and even though i kind of like those movies jar, I love jar. McGregor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this needed more jar jar i'm gonna tell you the difference here for, for me and you can punish me for being nostalgic the prequels are missing han solo okay and this yeah. movie gives you fucking han solo again mm. and it gives you characters that are han solo like and even though the story is nonsense, I tend to think like I'm having a good time and I get the real Han Solo in here <laughs> and he gets a pretty decent send off. Like I'm okay with it. I was yeah. so happy when Harrison Ford walks in, even though the way that they capture the Millennium Falcon in a stupid weird air freighter with goofy wrath tarks or whatever the fuck those things yeah, are. Yeah. Like it was so nonsense, but I don't care because it's effing Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And mm. I, that is an emotion that emits emotional response yeah. for me. This... And he kills it. He actually is really good and really important to this movie. I think this is. A movie I don't think this movie works that, without him. Yeah, and I would say with this movie, this is something that has you know the new stuff has split fans like kind of right down in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about as far as like within the realms of Go Star Wars, it. the Republic sucks so yeah. bad. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they suck so terrible. bad. They're like off, yeah, off yeah. camera, almost blowing up, and nobody so, cares. Like, so okay, you get so, like one shot of technically on a balcony. <laughs> Nick, technically everyone cares, and Smith? for whatever reason, they can't see it, but they knew exactly what so, happened. This is this is what I want to talk about the new Republic. It's devastating, okay? isn't because it? Because <laughs> you have the Republic, and of course, the Republic falls when the Empire takes over when Palpatine does that whole thing. So yeah, they didn't yeah. see that coming. They got completely blind, no. you know, blind by it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a good one. Anyways. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, anyways, so, and then, of course, after, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi, you know, they've taken down the Empire. Now they're installing the new government. Right. And then not even 15, 20 years later. Yeah, done again. It's all over, it's all over again. <laughs> with with you know, a planet they, that takes the energy from yeah, the sun it, and it converts just, it into and a it's laser beam. Like, I'm not sure how that works. Not only, okay, you have the New Republic. You <laughs> the have great a... The energy's coming into the star killer base or whatever. Like, that's, wouldn't that thing melt? Like, yeah. It would look I, like I, the sun's energy would melt that. But all right. I, no, anyways, right. anyways. Yada, yada, yada. So, it's just sure. with this New Republic, it's like, okay, how is it that you let a certain, like, I guess, <laughs> faction of, like, your uh, society become the first order, which is literally just the Empire because yeah. they're stormtroopers yeah. again. It's like, it's <laughs> there's no red flags. Yeah, there's really no red flags. flags. Yeah. Like, that's, what, that's what it seemed like. They well, deserve they just to get blown up. You know, it's just... <laughs> sure. But how... Okay, so how did those people, like, they release these laser beams and then they blow off into the distance. They look like shooting stars. How did every single person were like, oh, the, the Republic is, is, is destroyed now. Yeah. How did they know? They, the <laughs> they weird just, thing is, they like, just knew, they, I guess. Even with the tragic They've seen the Death Star happen once. Exactly. Yeah, they, basically the history of the galaxy, right? So there's, there, there is a They're always building there. some a pretty big thing point, that can destroy yeah. another thing. And <laughs> every emotional moment, they seem to move off of it pretty quickly, whether the entire Republic gets destroyed in one swoop well, I didn't, or were, like Han Solo dying and Rey coming back. Like they sort of move over these things very so, quickly. So being yeah. a casual viewer of this, 
I didn't care about the Republic dying. Like, Nobody cared. It was, yeah, in, in, yeah, a way, very, in a lot of yeah. people had written that it was a shot at the prequels to just wash away the prequels by destroying the Republic. In but one they already swoop. died but in the original. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can go all this, day with that one. I, so. I, I don't yeah, want to yeah. get away from the beginning too much because I really, like I said, the, that first opening sequence. Yeah, you mentioned the opening fan sequence fiction. is good. This yeah. idea that like Poe and Finn steal a TIE fighter is really cool. That's why a TIE fighter, right? Because the video games and shit, like, and he even says, I've been always wanting to drive one. He's like, oh, this thing moves. Like, this is crazy. Like, that is so cool. You're putting the fan right in the moment. Yeah. It almost reminds me of like a Star Wars ride at Disneyland where you sit in the chair and the chair moves around and guides you through a story. Yeah. yeah. This movie feels like an arc from one of those video Uh game type things or those rides at Disneyland. So, yeah. So, I mean, with that opening scene and just kind of the whole Finn and Poe dynamic, it works and it's fun. And they do introduce really good characters as far as Poe, Finn did you and think as well like as, uh, feminizing Ray. a Star Wars character or whatever the protagonist is female I like the stuff where like she doesn't need to hold Finn's hand or be rescued yeah I think they do that better than almost any other movie I've seen that's made a transition like that yeah I think so, as she's as, super likable yeah and yeah Ray no it, yeah. and this is the thing with Ray is she's a good character it's just She's a mystery box. Yeah. That's, right, she yeah. is the embodiment of a mystery box. And I think that's what holds her back as far as well, character development. And there's the a big yet. hole. Yeah. In this movie, yeah. and, and I want to reserve that, just criticism because of the until box. we yeah. know what the answer is. I want to reserve criticism on it because I do think that. But also, even if we don't get an answer, I sort of okay with it because the character itself is likable. Yeah. Yeah. I have predictions. This is a hole in this. Right. But yeah. the, this is the part where I was talking about teenage angst when she picks up the lightsaber and she's like, "No, I don't want to do this. I need to get back to that home." That part's like, a little all, bit weird. All that yeah. was like yeah. that sort of teenage. But angst. she's afraid, and yeah, fear is that. the path to the dark side, which makes total sense. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> okay, uh, can I bring this up? I we're jumping around on this movie yeah. a lot. Oh, it's yeah. Happen. Okay, and then so she is finding out her powers basically. All right. Yeah. Um, and then Kylo even says, "Oh, the more that she's able to learn more about her powers, the danger she becomes." So they Correct, need to yeah. figure out stuff. Um. Also, they do the Jedi mind trick in this thing a couple times. Yeah, yeah. a couple of times. Like oh, it again. goes a little off the wall. Yeah. Again, yeah. it's like, "Oh, fan, you like that? Oh, let's do it again." <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, uh, the stormtrooper who she bosses around is Daniel Craig. That's one. Of yeah. Them. That's oh, Daniel really? Craig. Yeah. yeah. That's Daniel Craig. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to jump straight to the end when Kylo is fighting against. Oh, we're going oh, over okay. the, all yeah. over the map. We might as well all get right. that out. Yeah, yeah, we got to get Kylo that out. Kylo is fighting against Ray. First of all, Kylo has been training for years. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody right? has this problem. Exactly. I'm going to tell you. For years. So, this is, he even says, I can help you master this. it. Yeah. He talks to her and says, yeah. I can help you, you master need a teacher. This. Yeah, you need a teacher. Yeah. What and he the gets heck? his ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, what the heck? Now, he had <laughs> been shot by Chewie and the bowcaster or whatever earlier. That's so cool. at least they that's, point that out. Yeah. People yes. complain about why Rey is so powerful, but I would counter-argue to that, say, we don't know the answer to Rey. If she ends up being a clone of Luke Skywalker or whatever, there may be something in there. It may not be uh, the answer everybody wants, but at least it gives some explanation to it. Mm. Abrams has come out many times before and after the Ryan Johnson movie and say, "There, look, there's a reason she's this powerful. We just haven't told you yet. So relax oh, with that. Yeah, I guess. I, just I guess. Like, is the character <laughs> the check like, will be there Friday? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the char- and I think they're making it up as they go. I mailed so the I check. Him for that. <laughs> it's my, in the mail. My biggest criticism is they shot a million scenes in this movie and pieced it together in post, and it feels like that a lot of the time with some of the weird edits. This movie was nominated for editing an Oscar, which is crazy mm, yeah. because I think the editing is the probably the worst thing about it. Um, but <laughs> but is the character likable? Is Ray likable? I think that's more important of why is she so powerful? Yeah, yeah I yeah. really believe that. And I get that. I get, but I just bring back, so in the original movie, um, 
with Darth Vader. They built him up as being this epic, strong character, like, you know, villain. And then, uh, what is his name? Luke Skywalker has to train, has to get better so that he can fight against him on par. Which he and, finds out is his father, yeah. which adds the emotional element. Yes, so. yes. So Let me ask you this, let he, me ask you this question. I'm going to Captain Tangent just one quick time. Do you believe Lucas, when he made 4, knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father? No, it's a long pause. No, it's a pregnant pause. Yeah, right a long pause. I also I don't, say no. I, I don't. Think, I think they were making did. it up as they go. Yeah, then. So I don't it's, think it's so. not like not canon to make it up as you go, right? A yeah. new hope, it's basically part of the history. Yeah, a new hope was it was a bottle thing, you know, because yeah. they didn't know if they, they were going to get an empire, yeah. and yeah. so. But I, but so with this movie, they build it up that Kylo Ren is this strong villainous character. And I don't. Yeah. I never bought that. The villains are the weakest part of this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but they also like have his character flaws, but throws tantrums he has like you know this he's the teenage of him going yeah, yeah. He was, he and had, when he takes he his a lot helmet of off the... he really loses a lot of steam i think yeah yeah so. agreed agreed but yeah some of the teenage not because the way he looks just because it, it those it, ears are hum- pretty big it humanizes so. him <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. makes him feel soft right <laughs> but so even still he was as a baby taken from uh, uh finn or no uh, uh kylo, kylo. From, yeah, from yeah han and leia yeah yeah to be trained to be trained like he still has I don't know. It's just yeah, for the, someone that's the, just learning their force. Here's the thing with that, and we'll talk about the mythos. And it's nothing well. against Ray. It's nothing against no, it's Ray nothing at all. Against, I think she's a good character. I think yes, it's more of a, an indictment a on Kylo as a weak. Why is this guy leading the thing when he's not strong? He's not ready, and he's being pulled by uh, both sides. I don't know. I think there's some of that. I'm okay with that idea. Uh-huh. At least maybe they don't execute it perfectly well, but I think that's what they're going for, and I'm fine with it. What I would say is like Kylo as a as a villain doesn't totally work, and it, it's indicative of like how frequently the Jedi mess things up. Mm. Luke believes he's the chosen one or whatever, and he can train a new thing a Jedi. What could go wrong? Well, fails. we already know what happened in the prequels. <laughs> That's what can go wrong. Why are we doing this again? So how are they going to remedy that? And right. I and I have predictions on how they'll do it, which might be satisfying. So I don't I don't know. I think this one's tough because when you don't know the whole arc of the story, we have things that we bitch about. They may have answers to that we may not like, but. Unfortunately, like because we don't know them, it's it makes it more open ended and weird. Yeah. And I and think this movie, like especially after you watch The Last Jedi, which again I mentioned it again, we'll talk about it at some point. It it really like just like we talk about in X Men, right? The Last Jedi undercuts what this movie sets up, and I think that that's the weirdest choice a Star Wars trilogy has ever done. Mm-hmm. So. so back to this whole thing of like uh, Ray. Because she is the embodiment of the mystery box, yes, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just like, who is she? You know, I mean, who are her parents? <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Because it's a thing that happens throughout the whole movie. Who's the girl? Do you, yeah. Who's can the we, girl? Can we, do you, who so, do you want to be your parents? Oh, I, hold on. Let me let me say <laughs> point. And I'll get into that. So, um, when I when I and this is in the realm of when I was first watching that. Because even when I was first watching this movie, and this is my second time rewatching it, and only so, two times, I'm only two times. So I watched it when it opened, and then watched it now. And I would say my second time watching it. Yeah, a little more rewatchable for sure, especially especially with that opening scene and it's that fun. first half. You're having a good time. Um, How many times did you see the original Star Trek? I know we that was the first the pod I was on it. Uh, three times. I three think. Three times. Yeah. Okay. So Empire, so. I've watched twenty five. Would you choose <laughs> the, the Star Trek reboot or this movie? Mm, Star Trek reboot. Okay. Yeah. Star Trek Interesting. Reboot. So, it's close for me. Yeah, They're both really Star close. Reboot, I think Star Trek so. too, but it's yeah, close. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek yeah. for me yeah. as well. So that we're on the same page. You know, Ray. We're friends again. She is. You know, she's the mystery box, right? Who is she? Where she come from? All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it hinders the story because she starts to turn from mystery box to MacGuffin 
because basically that's, yeah that's Unfortunately, where that's, that's where happens, i kind of yeah. have to draw the line but now luke followed a similar arc so you can't really say it's pretty close he's mystery no, box in the beginning of it no he's mystery no he's mystery box he's he mi- is in the first one mystery box well i think i i would counter that they mentioned his father when we get to the original what? series yeah the nice thing about this one is with the co storyline of finn you're getting two storylines then some old character introductions too so it's busier than a new hope yeah no so, it is and i think that muddies ray's storyline no, a bit because they it can't is, focus on her it entirely. is busier new hope but it's the same thing as far as like okay kyle has apparently been trained by luke skywalker trained by snoke who's apparently Which a new a cool character <laughs> who is you know very big and you know he's a sith lord apparently yeah, you know, he's yeah. very probably training him into as well and it's just the fact that ray has never touched a lightsaber before and her first time touching it basically she goes her second time she goes toe to toe with someone who's very well trained and she's just chopping wood you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's just the choreography between the lightsaber battle now i can yeah. understand finn because you know he's like he's somewhat trained at least by the by the the first order yes yes but he's still really bad at it you know, it's just the Which fact that cool. Ray goes toe to toe with we it. Had never, and, you, you punished the movie for being derivative, but we never saw somebody who wasn't really a force user pick up a lightsaber. No, and, and that's play fine. That's not. Which is yeah, cool. That's right? fine. That's fine. Even I'm though not, that weird thing I, where the guy throws his guns down, which is ridiculous, oh, like in a John Claude Van Damme movie that. or something, Trainer. so we can move that toy thing out <laughs> yeah. and fight him or whatever. It's not. I love it. I love it. But we never seen that before, so again, I'm having a good time, so I'm not punishing it. I love, but it's just, it's just the fact that. You know, she's picking this up and it's just it's so funny when they're fighting and he's like, I can teach you the ways of the force. And she's like, oh, yeah, the force. And then she closes her <laughs> eyes and then she's and then she's able to do it and she's able to take down, you yeah. know, Kyle. Again, so, if she's a clone or something, there yeah. may be answers now there, what so. I had theorized when I first watched this movie is mind wipe. She is someone Could who be. has been trained by mm-hmm. someone else before someone from a previous Jedi and whatever got left on Jakku and was mind wiped. And but was such a small child. I would say that's implanted because the timeline. Oh, it's implanted. I, I thought now maybe it's getting a little I, and that was that was my impression okay. when I was watching this because I'm like, okay, I had a fun time watching this at least in the beginning. That was my pet peeve was definitely as far as like the How whole you know, the lightsabers, was. lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I thought, okay, this must be a mind wipe thing. She it has wasn't, to, it wasn't Snoke. It was, <laughs> yeah, if it was a mind wipe thing, that would make sense because at least all that training is buried in her subconscious, yeah, and yeah. she's barely just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, again, she that is could, actually that could be the answer. That, yeah. that sounds interesting. Let me, uh, Jack yeah, is making a quick. Edit. <laughs> I want to throw this out there, because... Tyler. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I want to throw this out there real quick. I definitely want to throw this out there because casting is so important to all these big, huge. IP things, right? Cersei Ronan, who was uh, Lady Bird, um, that she was uh, rumored to be the the Ray character. Uh-huh. She was almost cast. Do you think that would have worked better or worse? Let me look up because the Daisy Ridley character. I think Daisy it's Ridley's shocking fine. how I like her a lot. She's super likable. So it it because she's likable, it allows me to sort of overlook some of the nonsense writing of the story arc. The only I remember being offended when she's like the Millennium Falcon's a piece of garbage, and I was like, oh, how dare you this lady? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then like she gets in there and like she's flipping the buttons and figuring out like the compressor thing. Yeah, and she all rips the, the compressor yeah, out. Or cool. whatever. So <laughs> obviously, there's more to this character than what we know. But she's a mystery box. But like, I'm interested in it. Whether yeah. I'm naive or just goofy or I'm too nostalgic for my own good, I care. So I want to know how it ends, yeah. and I yeah. hope they don't. Now, yeah. one other pet peeve I had was, of course, like, and we had talked about it a little bit in the beginning, is the the new Death Star. What's it? What's it called again? Star Killer Base. Star Killer Base. McGuffin. What McGuffin, name McGuffin. did they? You know. And, <laughs> okay. And it's just and it's it's the scene where I hate where they show them next to yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's the scene in the war room. How many more Legos? 
start. to build that thing? This all is right. Star okay. Killer so Base. This is like, also a stupid thing. It's the size of a freaking pa- planet, all yeah, right? It's the size planet, of a freaking yeah. planet. Um, and how does the so, First Order get like the, the economics to make that happen? Yeah, the how do they, yeah, yeah. The Republic <laughs> is terrible. Why do you need $30 trillion? <laughs> but uh, they're really like nothing <laughs> about the First Order, nothing. I, I just think it's interesting, though, that they're like, okay, we need to find where she is or where this thing is. It's a it's the size of a planet. Yeah, it be a hard single person, like, yeah, it should be a freaking hard time, all right? <laughs> even even the Luke Skywalker map, it's like, you got a lot of that map there. You can't yeah. figure out yeah. and start Especially checking that the planet. That missing piece, yeah. it's like... I mean, I don't know the spatial <laughs> dynamics of that, but, you and know, then when, guess at all, like, you know. When, when Kylo Ren is saying to the stormtroopers, this is after, whatchamacallit, this is after uh, uh, Rey escapes, and he's like, go find her. It's a planet. She could go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I think it's just a stupid thing that they were like, oh, okay, we're going to call it a, to make it the size of a planet, but we're just going to stay in this one small base yeah. area. Like, I think they and should scale down. And that's where all the focus of everything is. Yeah. That's where the compressor is. That's where the laser beam yeah. is. That's yeah. where the, the main control is. Why? Why make it the size of a planet then? I yeah. think I, I tend <laughs> to agree. Yeah. And Maybe I think because it, it have down. to be that big to harness the power of the sun, which yeah. also yeah. makes no sense. I know, I know you, what was the budget on this again? 306. <laughs> I know you got a $306 million yeah. budget, but you could have scaled down as far as like where they had to infiltrate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just what, something else. What I would say before, is but. if you buy into the casting and you buy into the story and you like you're having a good time, why do you need to blow up the Republic? Why do you need another Death Star? You don't really need those. Yeah, Star yeah. Destroyers are intimidating enough. You don't need these other things. Yeah. They look I don't good, know the why way. they cramped. Yeah, they look great. They look so good. And the aerial yeah. shots in this movie are really, really oh, cool. Yeah, the yeah, X-Wings, yeah. you get to do, you get to see X-Wings do stuff you hadn't really seen in the other movies because the mm-hmm. technology wasn't there. Yeah. Here, they come in on the water, nice and low. Yeah, yeah, Such yeah. a so fucking good. cool scene. Yeah, it's cool scene. Let me shout uh, to um, who's the guy Dan Mendel who's a frequent J.J. Abrams guy did the cinematography on this movie mm. I can't understand why it didn't win for be- uh, best cinematography it should have but it was nominated for editing which was pretty terrible Dan <laughs> Mendel was crazy he did Mission Impossible 3 Star Trek and he's doing The Rise of Skywalker he did not do The Last Jedi which has that one cool cinematography scene that we'll talk about when we do that movie so I'm glad he's coming back because I think the cinematography in this movie might be the best in anything we've seen Star Wars can, okay so can I ask you this is a, a general question how did you feel about the comedy that was injected in. Oh, I like the comedy. I, right. Especially when it came from Finn and even Poe. I thought the comedy really worked. Now, I thought that was funny when Poe's just like, who talks first? Do I talk yeah. first? That's <laughs> not how the force works. <laughs> now, okay, yeah. now, can I ask you, can I ask you, so in the previous movies, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, is, you asked me this off Is this heavy, is it, is th- okay, the this... prequels, no. Was there Were the other movies full of this much content? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Okay, so <laughs> Han Solo, yeah, he was yeah. always like this. That's the beauty of but him just, coming back. But just Han Solo. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty yeah. much. There was some Luke stuff in there that was kind of funny. O- Obi-Wan was a little, like, There's... old man funny. Yeah, yeah but, was, but not really... Not really... Yoda had a couple of funny ones. Yeah, you know, yeah not so. really witty and kind <laughs> of bantery. So, yeah, there's some... I think there... Yes, not to this degree. Okay, all right. This is more barring from the Star Trek reboot. Did you like the comedy? There were some moments that I did, but there were some times that I'm like, they're just injecting it because, oh, Marvel does it, and we're Disney. Let's do it in this movie yeah. as well. I don't know that it's influenced by Marvel, this point. Well, it's Disney and Marvel. Like They they see, they have this trend. Marvel has set it up that they kind of lead the uh, movie-making things. They inject yeah, it in comedy inject to make comedy. it yeah. a little yeah. less thing. It's fun. It's and then like, Disney yeah. sees that, and they're like, all right, why don't we try it in our uh, in our uh, Star Wars uh, I th- franchise? I think, I think you're on to something with that. I don't know if it's perfectly influenced by Marvel, but I do certainly... Harrison Ford got paid $25 million for this movie to come back 
Marcus Han Solo, he also got a back end, which you know probably ended up being fifty million or something <laughs> yeah. crazy. I think it was I don't know how much it was, point five percent or point zero five, something like that. But regardless, like I think he had some influence because he was always the guy that could like take a dark moment and make it funny in the mm-hmm. older yeah, films, yeah. right? So he his influence on the other characters, and especially the interaction between him and Finn and him and Ray is so important to setting up these characters. I think that that's where the really the genesis of the comedy. Mm. Also, like it's Abrams. You want he wants you to have a good time at the movies. Mm. I think that's why it's there. I didn't think it was overdone, except for like some of the goofier parts. Like, uh, did you like the part where Poe, for example, is like? Uh, who talks first? You talk first. Do I? Oh talk? yeah, I, can't understand I, I, I thought it was shit a little on funny. Yeah. I, like, think I thought that it was, was the beginning. In, it in the funny. very beginning yeah. too. So you, he sets the he sets the table right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And you stay that way all the way. I through. feel like Poe was works. felt like uh, you mentioned it earlier. The the Han Solo. The way I that think he they're was both Finn and Poe yeah. are both kind. I want to see yeah. them do more team ups. So yeah, exactly. If they had like a more spin off movie, I'd watch it. Absolutely. I think Finn is more like I'm more interested in his character arc. Poe, I'm less interested in like where he comes from and stuff. I just want to have a good time yeah. when he's around, you know. So like Finn a Hobbs and Shaw, really good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Finn I don't is know really about that. I, yeah. <laughs> like I said, Finn's character art—it's really good. Like it's mm-hmm. really interesting, and it's just—it's they give a little backstory as far as stormtroopers in general because they just snatch everyone from birth. They yeah, brainwash yeah. them because he was supposed to get sent to reprogramming, you know, how before about, he just dipped out mm-hmm. altogether. How about let me give you one that really bothers me. One of the things that really kills me because I remember when I first saw the action shots, I was like, oh, this is going to be a cool character. Captain Phasma. Oh, <laughs> Gwendolyn yeah. Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones, so, right? Yeah, Captain Phasma was kind of uh, hyped it's a cool up looking to outfit. be this new kind of Boba Fett, I guess you could say. Is that what she was going to be? He's kind of um, Mandalorian. I've heard it from is, other fans, but that's about it. Is this the one that was... Uh... The trash compactor. Oh, girl. Yeah, okay. So, Everyone right. was afraid Squander. of her for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So from, from just looking at that time with the fans in general, the fans did not like Captain Phasma. But they love the guy who said traitor and threw down his stuff. Traitor! And yeah. yeah. He, he was he was like, that was like the That became bo- a yeah. meme. That, that became that a became meme. A meme. And so the fans yeah. really liked him just in general. So yeah. um, one thing I wanted to bring up was the Vader mask and, Papple- and Palpatine theory. So... Oh, yeah. I've yeah, so... And, because, and I kind of like it. Yeah, be so because okay in it. this movie, you know, uh, Kylo Ren is talking to the... The to mask, the, the, yes, the burnt mask from, from Endor, Star. yeah, yeah. And the whole theory is that you know uh, Palpatine had inserted part of himself into Vader's to mask, mess with Kylo, and which has happened in Star Wars like mythology before, has, where yep, you can insert yourself yeah, into yeah, yeah. certain things. There is a character who actually has put. Uh, you know, part of his soul, like a horror crux from like yeah, Harry Potter. Or somebody or else. Uh, no, it's somebody some other one. Yeah, some like other he puts, some, he, some puts a, he puts a part of himself into a helmet, and if okay. you put the helmet on, you can you hear become him. Oh, yeah, you exactly. Become, okay. he, become, he, be, he becomes you. Interesting. It's so, like, really he goofy. Interesting. It's actually <laughs> not that bad. But I'd be yeah, okay it's, with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. And actually, I had read that theory after the Force Awakens. I wasn't into the mythos prior to the Force Awakens. So like after Last Jedi, the mythos is fun. All this YouTube dark hole you can go down into. So I'd heard that more frequently after I saw this movie. I hadn't gone back. Now I've gone back and watch it again. I'd be okay with that. Like I'd the way okay they shoot too. it is in is such a way. Like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Snoke being a version of Palpatine. It's gooberish, but yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm, you know? I'm okay with Snoke it. Snoke could be Plagueis and just dies, and Palpatine manipulates it. Yeah. Or and this is my thing as far as like with the dark side and the light side is basically when you're doing like the light side, you know, it's definitely representing more hope, and there is like life after death for the light side. So that's why these Jedi's they're able to come back. Well, some of them are able to come back after they're dead, as like the Force goes. But when it comes to the Sith. You cannot come back when it comes when it comes after death, like because you use those Sith powers, it but eats away are, at you, and yeah, that's why yeah, you start yeah. to become deformed. So that's why they look for so many ways to for, hang to, on to, to life, immortality, and yeah. they're, they're, their they're sort of searching for that immortality. Exactly yeah. because there is nothing after them because they've da- they've 
tapped into that dark side so much they're, where it's they stop killing body. each other. And I don't so, know yeah, why exactly. the apprentice yeah, always has to roll the is yeah, <laughs> gotta knock that off. Maybe have more. So um, one thing I want to kind of bring up: don't go we'll, to battle we'll, with Obi Wan Kenobi. Don't we'll, mess with Kenobi. We'll slowly move back into uh, ratings pretty soon, but. Uh, when they introduce Luke Skywalker, because Luke Skywalker is in this movie at the end. And I okay, think it's a good scene. You want to go to the ending. I want to yeah. just cut you off before yeah, yeah, you do ahead, that, because I, I definitely want to cover that scene on, is it Hoth? Where are they? No, it's not Hoth. Where, oh, Carstow Killer, Killer Base, yeah, right? In the snow. Base, yeah. I love it okay. when Star Wars uses snow, right? It reminds yeah. me of yes, Empire, yes. which is one of the best ones, right? So what I would say is like that scene when they fight, okay? First, Finn picks up the lightsaber for the second time, yes. goes to war with Kylo. He doesn't do super well, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets hurt. Emotional impact for you guys? I felt like that was oh, an with, emotional uh, moment because he gets cut up pretty bad. Finn, yeah. Mm. So I was like, oh shit, are they going to kill what Finn? I, or what I gonna... wondered why like, he didn't cut deep enough. Like, yeah. he, he slashed yeah. at his back as opposed What's to stabbing you know, him. I you think, don't see yeah. body again, parts get yeah. just, you know, just... You do see right. some blood. There's some blood that comes out there. Yeah. And then the lightsaber grab. So Kylo immediately turns to the lightsaber, puts the hand out. Oh, you like moment. that? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man. Like, if you are nostalgic or you like... That felt like Star Wars to me. Yeah, it's gooberish, but it feels like Star Wars, yeah. and then it goes to into Ray's hand. Like, okay, you gotta love it. It was. I'm good. telling you now. Now, let me say this: if Ray is a clone of Luke from the severed hand of Empire, that makes sense to me. I'm mm. okay with it. it's goofy logic, but I'm okay with it. So I thought that scene was very impactful. Only Abrams could have pulled that off. David Fincher does not have that scene in his Star Wars movie. Yeah, okay. so, <laughs> the way that you're putting it, I can see that. I can. I feel that. And, it, and it's and marrying it's, the it's old adjusted. with the new in such a nice way. But in the so time, clean. as uh, and as it I sets up Kylo it, versus Ray in a very effective way. At the time I was watching it, I was just rolling your eyes, making that sound and yeah. doing it All in right. the air. And but I was also, I was also, the same way? I was also thinking <laughs> that if uh, he didn't move his head. And then he was like, ah, oh, it's coming to me. <laughs> he slaps him right in the face. The emotional, we're going to talk about, I want, to, I want us to get into the ending, but uh, the emotional feeling I get out of Endgame was like leaving the theater satisfied and entertained. Yeah. It's this, I got that same feeling from this movie. Mm, Even okay. though there's a All ton right. of problems with it, I walk out of the theater like, I got my money's worth. That mm. was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So I was okay with it. You didn't get an emotional impact when Ray gets the lightsaber and turns it on? Um, not so much. Because to me, it same immediately thing, makes it turns me into MacGuffin. You know, yeah. it turns into MacGuffin. Yeah. I think if they had played it a little bit different, where she was able to get the lightsaber it's just when they go into that lightsaber battle it loses me with, with did, Ray. See, I thought with it was Ray. shot Finn, I thought too. it was interesting because yeah, it was cool, cool yeah, to yeah. see him with the lightsaber. You never get to see in the old Star Wars movies where like the lightsaber cuts a tree in half or something like mm. the effect of the heat Yeah, yeah, he yeah. puts it in the snow which is really cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff that we get to see because the sandbox got bigger the budget's bigger the CGI is better right. it's so much cooler to see it that way you know like stuff you don't see in cartoons. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. at least it's delivering on you know not just fan service but also like technology wise like stuff that we couldn't do before. Yeah, Look at what we can do now. This is not the prequels they're just like just you know, play around with it. We'll add everything in post. Make that's it look like a Pixar. That's what they said in Attack of the Clones. Just, really? you know, just swing hilarious. around and we'll add it. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we covered that scene because I thought it was super impactful yeah. and it was it's, one of my favorite parts of the movie. It's yeah, a yeah. good scene, but same thing with me. It loses me when Ray, you know, when Ray gets the lightsaber, that's fine. But it's just when that lightsaber battle happens, it's like, okay, this is where it starts to turn more MacGuffin. But uh, one thing I just want, it's a small thing I want to talk about as yeah, far yeah, as like, yeah. the ending. And go for just, it, go it's, for it. It's something I noticed in the beginning when I first watched this movie and I can't stop noticing it. Is when Ro- when Luke is revealed and Ray goes to hand over the lights over the lightsaber and he takes off his robe yeah. or he takes off his hood of his yeah, robe. Yeah. His robe is sewed into his uh into his arm into his clothes. Oh, is that right? And there's like a little portion where you can see where it's actually the sewed stitching? into him, so that way it doesn't come really? off. And so you can see the stitching. And I noticed it the first time around, and I can't ever stop noticing <laughs> it. And so that's hilarious. So it's just like right that, there yeah. when he takes no, it off, you can it. see it tug a little too. And I'm just mm. like, so, oh man, like <laughs> I that have is so bad. 
I have some <laughs> questions about the ending. And, and again, like not only does he deliver a fun ride, but he gives you the, the, the conversation piece after the movie's over. You don't want to go home. You want to go have coffee or a beer and talk about like, what does that mean that she, that Luke didn't show up till the end? Wasn't that weird? What does it mean for the next movie? Like that's leaving the audience wanting yes, more, which yes. is very effective, right? In the original script by Michael Arndt, who uh, wrote Toy Story, Oblivion, Little Miss Sunshine, he's a very good writer. Luke was going to show up halfway through. Mm. Uh, does that movie work? Halfway through this movie? Halfway through the movie. Uh, too, many show re- yeah, too, too many, many reintroductions. Basically yeah. so, yeah. what happened was every time he showed up when they were trying the initial shooting was that he takes over the movie. Yeah. So they push him to the yeah. end. And I actually Agreed. think it's effective because, again, leave the audience wanting. No, that works. Agreed. Lawrence that Kasdan works. comes yeah, in one. along with J.J. and they rework it so it's like just him at the end. It now, I want Luke Skywalker, it but because yeah. I want him, it's a bigger payoff, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm nostalgic, right? You don't give the nostalgic people everything they want. So the only thing is like the next movie undercuts it a bit but for the most part like i thought that ending was really cool and it makes you really can't wait for the next movie so yeah so and plus act two or whatever in scotland or ireland somewhere it's beautiful oh yeah yeah, yeah, location locations in this movie incredible yeah the locations are really good one thing we can all agree on the visuals yeah location you know just all (laughs) that has to be good it's star wars we have our pet peeves but i would say just kind of my final note the first half, or maybe even like the first three fourths of the movie, it feels very Star Wars. Even though like they're shooting stormtroopers one shot and they're dead, and it's like, what's the point of the yeah. armor if you're just gonna get? It? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean, it's it's dumb, but that's how it's always been, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. it's always been. Nobody so ever okay took those weapons out of the Falcon, like that's sitting there in the trash heap. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like. Yeah, it's done, but it, it's it's Star Wars. The, the yeah, longer Star you Wars get into and, the uh, film, the more derivative it becomes, and it loses steam. Right. But again, successful introduction of the characters kept me going, plus yeah. the fun, you know, and so. you know, good introduction of characters. We don't, it's just those two kind of holes. They really are. They, are they big feel holes. like massive holes. And you're you're gonna get mad at me because I'm gonna make the pod go too long. But I want to say like the shot where Solo dies. Because again, I love Han's oh, yeah. like character. It. I liked it. And yeah. the and the shadow comes over Kylo's face. Well done. Well yeah. executed. No, right? I, now I, when I he like falls, it. it's a little bit goofyish, but up leading up to the fall off the yeah. ledge, it's pretty well done. Yeah. No the, emotion there. The the symbolism I I felt like uh He touches I, his face. There is there is there <laughs> I is emotion. You would like that producer, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is emotion. It's not Tim Robbins, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Only. All right, I I get it. There, there is emotion to it. And yeah. if I was deeper in the He always wanted to die. Solo, he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So he finally gets was his wish. Or Empire? Was it Empire? It was one of I'm not sure. One of but yeah, if if I was a hardcore Han Solo fan, then I would it would hit me deeper. And I, I got it, but it just seemed very predictable that it was gonna happen. And I don't yeah. know if for fans. Yeah. It was predictable. That, that, that's what they wanted it to be predictable. I think so. Okay. Well, I think so. if that's the case, then it did what it is. Uh, it did what yeah. it was supposed to do. But actually, with... Leia kind of kills him because she says, "Bring back our son," or like, "You're his father." Luke's just the Jedi. Oh yeah, like, you can save him. <laughs> she sets flag. him up for a death flag. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, Leia. but no, with... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it was the light. It, it was the sun was out, and all of a sudden the clouds come in, yeah. and then the shadow goes under. I felt like that was a little too much. I could tell like a group of producers at a table was just like this is gonna be awesome <laughs> but you know what it yeah. worked enough that yeah. I was like alright it worked yeah Wes Bentley was like it was, that it was okay like it. Pass, the, pass the credit card it was okay I'm not gonna ding it for that but okay. it was okay I just okay. wanted to make yeah. sure we got it we got it in there alright any final thoughts and then we'll give it a rating yeah. Bill Hader and Ben Schwartz were the voice of BB-8 it sounds like they could have done on the computer <laughs> really yeah yeah. I remember hearing them I just like, like that it's Bill Hader yeah it's Bill oh, Hader yeah. so. BB-8 was cute likable yeah. character so yeah final thoughts three fourths or even half the movie it does feel like Star Wars it does a great job as far as introducing new characters but like i said it's just those two kind of holes that just like mm-hmm. and those callbacks you know it's just be your own thing it's okay to have those callbacks but just you know and really 
with J.J. Abrams, I know it was the thing, you know, that made him famous as far as like the mystery box goes. But it's just how far into that mystery box turns into MacGuffin you, that it becomes. Are you nervous that he comes back for Rise of Skywalker? Would you rather have had Colin Trevorrow or somebody no. else do it? Ryan Johnson do it? John Favreau, but <laughs> you know, don't forget that John the Favreau, first three but, uh, movies had different directors all the way yeah, through. Yeah, I so. I would prefer different directors, and at least you know, and I think they're kind of paying for it now. You know, not having a Kevin Foggy, you know, to kind of I think they help yeah, shadow an overarching somebody story. Somebody didn't have so, an overarching but, story. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. They should have waited till they had the complete and, story. You know, it's just you know, as far as when it came, and I think this the Star Wars, and I they need to go do two director route, you know, mm. as far as like with Endgame where you had the Russo brothers, I think you have to have two directors, mm. you know, somebody. That way someone can kind of like say, you know, it sounds terrible. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I, I am liking the idea of two directors as far as like Would with Endgame. Would you ever and want like a rated R Star Wars? Um, yeah, but I would prefer <laughs> that it. That sounds like the yeah. way that was phrased is like, oh, Mm, that sounds like a well, weird Star Wars. Deadpool, <laughs> Do you want to rate it X Star Wars? Well, they already made those. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, I'm pretty the, certain that it is. Some of those are good. <laughs> the production on that, solid. The editing, yeah. Yeah. incredible editing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like Disney made Unlike it. Unlike this movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like it, but I would, if for. they went rated R, don't do Skywalker. Give me Stormtrooper. Yeah. Well, I think give we should get Wars, away from Skywalkers you know? altogether, yeah. which I think is the idea. Give me, mm. they'll give become me more something. There is, people. there is Poe uh, and Finn. Poe and Finn. I do like Poe and Finn a lot. <laughs> I'm okay but, with that. But I don't know about Raiders. Falcon and the Winter that's Soldier. Fun, but you know, give me something. Give me. How a come Luke? Story, how come so. Leia never went to see Luke? She, couldn't she find him? How come she never went? I don't know. I think that's weird. But all right, all right. Let's let's rate this. Let's rate it up. I'll go first. Listen for the audience before we rate it. I just want to say we're going to cover a lot of Star Wars movies. So if we didn't cover something, we'll probably circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back. Yeah, we definitely don't kill us on Twitter. It's Star Wars month. All right, we We have have a lot of ground. More you want? This is these are just our first steps. So just relax. Stop! Stop yelling at us. Yeah, I want I want Ray to be a Kenobi. I know it won't happen, but that's what I want. I wanted that too as well. I wanted that too as well. But he gets the shaft. Yeah. He does, but you know, as far as with this movie, at first I was going to give it like a lower rating, like around like a six or a six and a half. Wow. But there are solid things in this. It's just that Star Killer base. It it's just it all feels New Hope. As far as with the droid rehash, you got a thing that's in a droid that's running away from something. It's just there's a lot of rehash and there's a lot of too many similarities to New Hope. And I think it it's just the mystery box thing. It, mm. it really doesn't work for me. Mm. I don't know if it works for anybody because it does leave a really big hole in it. So I'm gonna give it a solid seven, a hard mm. seven. That's a pretty good yeah. rating. I I'm gonna that. give it. A, I'm gonna right. give it a hard seven because you know, second time watching it, I think that first half is rewatchable. Okay, I'm gonna go next before producer Ryan makes me. Yeah. Karate <laughs> style. So what I want to say is like every Star Wars movie I have ranked, I has Han Solo in it. The only one that. Uh, is is ranked higher than this without Han Solo is Revenge of the Sith. Because okay. I had a good time watching it. Emotional payoff, not quite as much fun, right? Yeah. This movie, I had a really good time. It's my fifth favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I think like because of the character introductions and John Williams, a national treasure, the soundtrack and the orchestra, mm. the Ray's theme and the ending, the Jedi steps, if you, if you have the soundtrack to this movie. this By the way, this soundtrack was Billboard Top 5. So like just music, just instrumental, and it was Top 5 Billboard. It's incredible. I think it does enough with the music, characters, and vibe to feel like Star Wars, which is what everybody cares about. I saw it a couple times in the movie theater. I've seen it a couple times since. I own the Blu-ray. I had a great time. Um, There's a ton of problems. If I wrote a review, I could probably nitpick it quite a bit, but pure emotion Tyler style, a 7.0 is what I gave it back in 2015. I would almost consider bumping it to seven and a half, but I think seven is where it lands nicely. Okay. That year, I put Spotlight, Steve Jobs, and... and um, 
uh, what was that other movie? The Big Short ahead of oh, it. Oh, The Big Short, So it was yeah. a top four movie of the year. That's pretty good for like an action adventure movie like mm-hmm. this. So I had a good time. I liked it. Uh, 7.0 on the Shawshank scale, which is a tough grading system. I'm going to watch it again. I know I'll watch it again with or without a podcast. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll wait a couple of years, but probably a couple yeah, of years, a couple but, yeah. of years, but yeah. it is, it's yeah. a good ride. So all right, Ryan. when, as I was watching this movie, like you talk about all these things that you're, you're le- allowing to slide because it's, you're a star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I, we're hardcore fans. You're not hardcore, hardcore fans, fans, but you, you, fans. you know it more than I do. You're it's more not like I own Legos, <laughs> star Wars Legos. <laughs> but so I, as I was going into it, I was just like, as a casual, someone right. that just, knows about star wars uh third party people and stuff like that i don't know as a weirdo yeah right? as okay. a strange person who just doesn't <laughs> i'm not care i'm just i'm not a huge cultural fan. phenomenon so, in movie history I, i'm just right. watching it as a movie and there are things like i mentioned with like uh with the matrix and stuff oh, okay, i was yeah. just rolling my eyes like i'm like yeah. okay all right i get it this is made for the fans you yeah. want to appease these fans and that's great did you watch it alone <laughs> yes i watched oh, it alone, watched it alone? Okay. so the whole the whole time it, it was a beautiful movie. i'm only asking it because a- in the theater like we had audience reactions every time a new an old character came back up on screen there was like a <gasps> from the audience <laughs> so i know you didn't get that same vibe but i think it, in the theater you do get a different that was response. all you that was all no, you. No, no, that was yeah. all you. i'm telling you it was even even two weeks later because i saw it two weeks after it came out there was the same emotional yeah. response from the audience so when you watch it alone at home i don't think you get the same vibe i think like to understand the cultural phenomenon in a crowded theater is the right way to see these okay. movies still the things that it does differently I enjoyed. I thought it was a fun movie. I thought Finn and Ray did a great job. Finn, he was uh, he was a Different. heavy hitter. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and the attitude that they had, like again, that whole traitor thing, and even Kylo Ren traitor. yells at him. Yeah, traitor. <laughs> uh, I thought that was an interesting <laughs> dynamic. From birth, we don't know uh, anything about the First Order, but they seem to be pretty emotional about their traitors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the action scenes, the flying around, the in, yeah, the set pieces, the, the flying around mm-hmm. in the, in the spaceship. Abrams that is felt very good at that. like yeah. It, yeah. Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Wars. He did like, stuff with the ship in Star Trek. Yeah, no. never seen. And same that felt thing great. Like yeah. I, I think that idea of just being able to go in space, play in the and, sandbox, yeah, with yeah. New toys. Yeah. Uh, that's what. Those are the things I like it. And luckily, that kind of brought it up. But still, I'm actually going to sit there with Tyler at seven. As seven well. is good. Yeah. Yeah. I think seven's yeah. very fair. I, I, well, I thought like, you were going to go much lower. No, so. I, I don't think it's a terrible movie. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It just made me like with the callbacks and with all these like things of the old movies. It's it like, hinders it. Yeah, it hinders yeah. it. It keeps on saying, "Come on, you can, remember this? Oh yeah, look at it, and just throwing it in your face." And so, I'm not even so a Star Wars fan. Let's close with this. Like, how um, excited are you to watch the Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker? I will answer that after we do the Last Jedi. Okay. Uh, as far as like for Rise of Skywalker, because I haven't I haven't watched the Rise or uh, sorry I haven't watched Last Jedi and. In a while. In a while. I haven't Last either, time I saw so it was the next theaters. time we watch it will be yeah, you know, so soon. But <laughs> As far as Rise of Skywalker, I'll answer that after we do Last Jedi. Okay, yeah, let me ask you yeah. this. Does producer Ryan, who's the most tertiary fan, does this make you want to watch The Mandalorian or anything like that? The Clone Wars? Mm, it doesn't spark not at the interest? The moment, not at the it doesn't moment. rebirth okay, the force the inside you? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just like, I, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Again, I, and do you I'm care? Not, I, that's I, the question. I do care. Okay, I do care. Right. I would well, like to see what would something. happen. Just because they left it with, they left yeah. it with you, him. You need a teacher. Seeing, that's all you uh, need. <laughs> uh, Luke Skywalker. And I think that might be interesting. She gets to learn the force a little bit more. I just don't know where it's going to go. I know yeah. that a lot of people. I didn't can't wait like. for them to see the last Jedi. <laughs> the last Jedi. <laughs> I am curious to see what you haven't seen. The last Jedi. No, I have not. Okay, no, right. I'm, I'm not. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> the only ones that I saw. I don't know why I asked. I just want to take that week off on the plane. You already know. All right, but I don't know. 
I, I would like to see what's going to happen in Last Jedi. I don't know because what really to that's expect. what they're going for. Yeah, I, think I don't know what to expect. There, yeah. Uh, I, I guess what they're trying to marry, like the people that don't go to see Star Wars and Star Wars fans. That's what they're the dollar dollar bills. That's yeah, always what they're right. trying to do. Huh. Seven we point is all we around, want. Though. That's yeah. pretty good. Well, we want money. Yeah. So <laughs> all that argument for all of us to give it the same rating. So yeah. That's, that's so, interesting. And I think because it's like, yeah, it's that's got some faults. You can complain, yeah. but you're still having a good time. It's just you do have a good time, but it's just there's those holes. And I think as far as you know, being able to introduce those new characters and making them work, and get it in right. a franchise yeah. like this. You mm. know what I mean? Where the fandom is like almost everybody hates the fan you know almost everybody hates like something about star wars yeah 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 you know an actor or an actress or something so i i sometimes have that problem where like i go into a movie and i can't help it especially when you're revisiting ip i know the degree of difficulty to make something like that work i've seen it fail over and over and yeah. over again so when somebody gets it close to right you almost give them a little extra yeah you're mm -hmm. like you tip your hat jj abrams. It's abrams good good job yeah it's you know, abrams so. so all right so we're just going to move on past listener question but if you guys feel free to still email us talkingflick at gmail.com talkingflick at gmail.com yes so <laughs> so our next segment we're gonna move into is recommendations is there anything you guys want to recommend that you caught over the week comic books uh books regular books with no pictures uh <laughs> all right i uh, I started watching again. I'm bringing up another anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shogugeki uh, no Soma. It's Ooh, that's hard to say. Yeah, Shogugeki no, Shogugeki no Soma. Yeah, but it's called Food Wars. Just check it out. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's really good. They're in their fourth season. Yeah. Where are we watching it? Uh, you can watch it on. Uh, I believe it's on Hulu as well as on uh, VRV. But I'm certain it's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, it's really good. There's gonna be. It's a little etchy if you know. Uh, uh, for all the anime heads out there, you know what I'm talking about. It can go a little overboard in some areas, but it deals with food. Schoolgirl outfits or no school? A little worse than that, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worse than uh, okay. So it's about food and essentially being the best chef. They go into the school of being the best chef and they're cooking all this food. Okay. And the way that they deal with food and actually they give some good tips on cooking and stuff oh, like really? that, which is actually cool. Oh, wow. So it's just an interesting take, but it's animated out, you know? So it goes crazy. They're like, oh, check out this fried rice that I'm made and it's like what i did was i put it inside of a pineapple and then i let it marinate in there for an hour as i cooked it inside of the oven and now it's pineapple fried rice it, it's that very over that now, is a weird it's premise. interesting <laughs> it's, but like you think it's not going to go well but it actually i don't think really that's well. how the force works <laughs> <laughs> you check it out it's I'll very it interesting out. very funny my uh this week i i made a appointment viewing because i didn't see it in the theater i watched the irishman the day it broke on netflix yes. Three and a half hours, slow, slow, <laughs> oh my slow God. burn. Three and a half What hours. I would say is like, it's, you know, the, the character, uh, Frank Sheeran, the stuff may not be totally historically accurate, but seeing Pesci, Pacino, De Niro together on screen with Scorsese does recreate that casino kind of Goodfellas vibe. They do it in a different way. They don't glor glorify mobness quite as much as they normally do. Mm -hmm. I think that it's worthwhile, but I it, it just barely made my top 10 of the year. I gave it a 6.0 oh, on the Shawshank. So and I'm not reviewing it because so many people have written good stuff about it. And I've read some of that. It's too hard to break down. I think Netflix, given how much money they spent, I think it's worthwhile. I think they did pretty well. I think a lot of people watched mm -hmm. it. But man, it needed to be a little bit shorter. It could have been a little bit tighter. I know what he's going for. I always tip my hat to Scorsese, a great director, but I'm not sure that I loved it. So Art disappointment. I'm still processing. I know I wouldn't put it in the disappointment. Okay. I'm still processing it a bit. I think because of the slow burn, you gotta let it marinate in your mind a bit. So I think um I'm I'll probably watch it in pieces a little bit again, but certainly not super rewatchable. Okay. So, but I still recommend it. People okay. should see it, especially if you're a Scorsese friend. Pesci is a huge standout. Oh, huge standout. I love Pesci. I love yeah, him. I hope he does yeah, more. I hope yeah. he does more. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I've been watching Castle Rock still as well, and holy shit, these past two episodes because week behind really blew me away. Wow. Holy, oh man, it's really good. And so I know I said before that with the second season, you can just dive into it, and you still can just dive into it, but this uh, past episode, kind of past two episodes, they reference back to season one. And so with a, with a certain character from season one, Bill Skarsgård's character, spoiler alert. Nice. But, uh, from it? Yeah. And so, but this this past two episodes, you get to see Annie Wilkes just go off the wall. Misery, right? Yeah, Misery. Yeah, yeah. that's it, it uh, Liz- Lizzie Kaplan, or whatever? I believe so. Yeah. yeah okay. So she was in uh, another Abrams, Masters uh, of Sex and Cloverfield. And, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, 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 a, she's so, a good writer. Uh, but actress. Castle Rock has been really good. Of course, Watchmen has been really good. Um, I have been playing actually a video game. So, oh, uh, wow. he's in the video game. So Look I got I got Steam on the, You're on the, the guy computer. Who okay. all the video games. <laughs> and, uh, I. I started pl- I started replaying Star Wars Battlefront One. The oh, okay, all right. I, know, uh, <laughs> I love that game. It I got is, like two hundred hours in it. It is so much fun. Still. It's fun, right? So no I story. It's just kind of like yeah. messing around in the sandbox. Yeah, and yeah. I, you can do instant action, which is all I want to do. I yep. just want to do instant action. You, you know, <laughs> that's all I want. I just want to shoot stuff, and so, but. I you also pick got up that Battle thing, for two. and then you end up in a TIE um, fighter, and you zoom around. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> I got a Jedi Outcast, you know, just all these other ones. So uh, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order is the one that's getting middling reviews, and I'm curious if that's worthwhile. Do, should I spend money I, on that I've heard nothing but positive Single things player, about it. I mean, most people don't like single player anymore, yeah. but I think, uh, you know, it looks cool. The, the trailers and, and commercials make it look yeah. good. I mean, I, I, all I've heard is nothing but good things about it. I've thought about it, but I'll wait for on one Steam, of you guys to so, play it first. Um, <laughs> next week, do we know what we're doing yet, or? Whose choice? My choice? Yeah, who works. talks first? Because it's, talk? it's hard to understand you with that microphone. It's, it's, Decem- it's December's choice, I guess. Is so, you say, listen, so, uh, I can't rightfully choose the Last Jedi because it would hurt my soul so much, and I don't want to be the bad guy. I prefer to be the good guy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to pick special. a movie that makes sense to the Last Jedi <laughs> I, or the Rise of Skywalker. I think that Revenge of the Sith is relevant to the Rise of Skywalker, so I'm going to force Revenge of the Sith upon you guys. Okay, we're going to do okay. this thing a little Jump bit out of order. Trilogy. Yeah, we're okay. going to go into yeah. a different trilogy. I <laughs> Almost was going to do Return of the Jedi, but I went. I want to go backwards a little bit. I want us to do Revenge of the Sith. There's a lot to complain about there, uh-huh. and I do think there's an outside shot we see Anakin, or at least reference him quite a bit in Rise right. of Skywalker. And so you don't okay. want to revisit Rogue One at all. Uh, Definitely not Solo because I, I still haven't seen Solo it. But is, uh, yeah, I don't know about. That. I still haven't seen Solo. It's but Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. You guys, could, I know, you want to convince but... me to do Return of the Jedi instead? Because you could convince me to do that. I would. I'm curious about Rogue One. I want to know what Ryan thinks about Rogue One. But we can. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Later. Uh, later. You know what? We'll later, talk off pod. Later. I'm leaning toward um, Revenge of the Sith, but maybe okay. I changed my mind. All right. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. That's now. We'll let you know on Twitter. So. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Where can we find you at, Ryan? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you hate my garbage opinions and you want to. Just... I hate them. <laughs> and you just want to uh, listen more to me so that you can just Bunch stew in your jumbo. hatred. Uh, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. Uh, but you can, uh, if you would like to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at RealWatchability.com. Like I said, I did not review the uh, Irishman. I just thought it was too complicated, too long to mm. review. But Ford vs. Ferrari is still up. And uh, we, I'll re-release the Force Awakens review with this pod. Okay. You can hit me up on Twitter at RealWatch. 
All right. As always, we're Talking Flick. You can find us over on Twitter, Flick underscore Talking. Basically, just type in Talking Flick into anything, and you'll find us, and you'll find our logo everywhere. We're not just famous. Um, we're infamous. We're infamous. <laughs> so, but feel free to, uh, if you really like the show, you can definitely chip in, become a Patreon, and help us give you more content, too, as well. If you're going to rate us, please If you're going to so. rate us. At Apple. That at, on yeah, Apple that That's a new one. <laughs> Mystery yeah. box. So do so Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you're listening to us. But that's all we got for you. We'll see you next week. Finish this off, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Why yeah. does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Jakku. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs>